Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, it's the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tayrail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. So, I was on Reddit the other day, and um, I'm not going to mention what kind of video it was, but that's not the important part or the question at hand. The question at hand is, it, there was a TV in the background. And do you think what's happening in the video... Is just as important as what which show is in the background for the most part. Because <laughs> I'm sure you gotta curate both of them. Because if I mean, you I guess it, it depends on the production quality. Right, I mean, because I don't think course. they curate. I think sometimes they just be having shit on because it's very like it's it'll be like the news. I I've never seen the news. I've always seen a show or a mo- or a particular movie. I've always seen, in my my experience, the background has always been just as important as um, what's going on the f- in the video. Because yeah. this particular video, um, they were watching Dragon Ball Z, and you know he was about to go <laughs> Super Saiyans. <laughs> you want to attempt? At least put up a My context clues: Was this a black couple? It was a black couple. Uh, shout out to uh, Gigi with the WAP. You can probably find her on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do love their anime, man. Yeah, they do. do and, and black dudes specifically love Dragon Ball Z. Like, I love Dragon Ball Z, too. Don't get me wrong. I've been watching that shit since I was a teenager. But I just know that black dudes fucking love Dragon Ball Z. My fucking, I think my nephew has like a Dragon Ball Z tattoo. And then my brother was wearing some anime shirt. I don't know what the fuck it is. Everywhere we went, somebody was like, I love your shirt. Your shirt is so you dope. I'm like, what is this? What is what it? This? No, it was a fucking oh. graphic tee of some okay. anime. Nice. Because I know it's like really popular. It's this particular button up Dragon Ball Z shirt that everybody go ham about. It's like, but like oh, the ones that look go- like they're Hawaiian? Yes. Dude, I had those when I was in high school. I've seen that shirt. And they're always talking about how rare it is and how, like, you can't find them no more. Yeah, dude, they were hard about those They were sold at, like, Hot Topic and shit back when I was in high school. I used to have, like, three or four Dragon Ball Z ones, and then I had, like, a Spider-Man one, and then I had a Venom one. I'd like, I kid you not, when I went to that indie wrestling show uh, last week, there was Mm -hmm. a dude walking around Wearing a Carnage and Venom one, it mm, was like you definitely had in high school. I didn't have that one. I never oh, seen okay. it. It was it was rare, rare. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I ever get into anime, to never ever 
buy a shirt because I don't want hella people talking to me like that in public. I have like one particular sweatshirt every time I wear it. Older white women, like my age and a 10 year range up or down Mm -hmm. all day. Oh my God, I love your shirt. I'm like, I'm never (laughs) wearing this shit again when I don't feel like talking to people. It's um, it's just a, a sweatshirt that says may contain Prosecco. Oh, nice. wow. Okay. Hey, I like that. I like the very idea of that. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brunch sweatshirt, right? That's right. A brunch sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, now it's kind of dingy because I've had it forever, so I'll just throw it on and, like, wear it to the grocery store and don't even remember I have it on, so I'm not, like, trying to get a fit off. I just yeah. have it on. And, like, six people be like, oh, my God. First people are just smiling at me. I'm like, why is everybody so happy today? And then I realize I have on the shirt. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I, I kind of feel like um, before the pre-pandemic, like wearing a sports hat was a big mistake for me because like most of the time when it comes to sports, um, if I'm wearing a hat, it either got an A or T on it. <laughs> and then um, either I like the colors or I like the cartoonish um, mascot they have. Um, so it, if people be like, hey, you an A's fan? I'm like, uh, sort not. I mean, I like. I didn't get to really watch Reggie Jackson play, but I appreciate him being there. Um, so it's always um, a conversation I'm not ready to have. I learned that lesson when I was living in North Carolina. It was like St. Patrick's Day, and some mm-hmm. dude had on an A's hat, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And he was like, "No, it's green." So now I know better. Whenever I see, because I feel like if you're wearing an A's hat. You're probably an A's fan. It's not yeah. like one of the iconic fashion fitted. It's not like the Yankees or the Dodgers. Um, but I apparently, day, that was yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. I, I wear my A's hat like um like once or twice a week. I have plenty of pictures of me in the A's hat. My favorite hat is the A's hat, but the A is the California flag, like okay. a section of the California flag. I love that hat. Bear. So bear mm-hmm. on that flag, right? Okay, I'm gonna say, wait a minute, mm-hmm. I'm up now. <laughs> that they're gonna update it now with like some crap dice or roulette wheel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do they keep the athletics name? Not to be all bring this yeah, party down. I, I believe so. I, I, I believe so. <laughs> the Las Vegas athletics is it just ugh, leaves a bad taste in my mouth. As somebody who has had a team get taken and moved on. It's never something I support. It's the it's worst been thing. It's interesting, though, seeing the Raiders owner just be like, no, nah, man, fuck them. I don't want them here. And he is fucking <laughs> Satan's assistant. So if his ass is like, yeah, the thing I like, obviously, whatever, I could save my rant for another time. But Vegas is not a baseball city. It's too fucking hot. Correct. <laughs> like, And the thing that's working for the Raiders is not really working for the Raiders. It's working for the owners because it's it's a visiting team's stadium now because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to go to Vegas to see their We're team play football? Our, yeah. The Browns are playing <laughs> in Vegas next season, not this coming season, but next year. So yeah. our, our, our group chat is already planned on a trip. So on any given Sunday, it's full of the visiting team. There's no Raiders fans like filling this filling allegiant they're going but they're not filling allegiant so for baseball they're gonna have to have a bunch of people who live nearby who are super excited to have a major league baseball team in order for that mm. to work and i just don't the season is is too long mm. well i can understand that 
Dale being rival for more than a decade. On to the next stage. While MCs need a stay paid. I'm still grade A. None of that tomfoolery. As you can see, that shit ain't nothing new to me. Utterly hovering over other things material. You're stuck in the here and now. Plus, you're sweating profusely. Here's a towel. Your fears are now reality. When I take your dream states and elaborate on how your team's fake, like phony IDs, but sometimes I feel like only I see through the charade you've made in today. But hey, tomorrow is played. And then they got a new fool in your place to be okayed. Then it goes hieroglyphics, hip hop's invented, underground like side rolls launching long range ballistics. But we won't go with the rest of that. Hello, welcome to it. It's Stage Crunchy Milk, episode 493. And unlike Arceus, we don't change type. I'm your host, it's the internet's Tayrell 713. Joining us always my best friends, it's Tatum 216. Excuse me, Anthony Elmer, the Thug Tatum. Oh, excuse me, Big Anthony. What's good? I, I just have to say, Big Anthony is is a daily thing almost now in the house. <laughs> um, and then his brother gets mad when we call him Little Anthony, and but Emery's still Big Emery. Because, you know, there's not another Emery in the house. And it, it's just fun to, to do that to, uh, to Anthony. You're like, I am. When you of write course. out the letters to big, are all the letters of big capitalized? Um, no, it, no. It's, I don't know. Well, I'll ask Emory tomorrow and let you know. That, of course, was the homie Lunchbox 2099. <clears throat> all right. I, for clarity's sake, for those listening, I'm about to read these lyrics, but this first line, I don't like the way they set it up. <laughs> hmm. Now the seconds turn into minutes now. See why I don't like that? Well, I get that, yes. Yeah. But you won't give me an answer. You can tell me this. You can tell me that. But don't say you don't remember. Because I know you better than you know yourself. So don't say I'm crazy. I know very well. It's you and me against the world. That's what you said. That's what you said. If you can't be honest with me, then I'm afraid this is the end. Hmm. All right, who was it this time? Fifi Dobson. Oh. I don't know that one at all. Fifi Dobson was the Rihanna before Rihanna was Rihanna. Yep. Oh, shit. Well, word to Fifi. But wait, there's more. Especially if you hear me spitting some fucking Oakland-ass lyrics. That was the other <laughs> funky homo sapien. It means that my, my internet best friend is in the building. I have missed her so much. We talk pretty regularly. But still, I don't get to have her on camera and shit and get to shoot the bullshit with her for a, a stretch. It's the homegirl, Nick Jew. What's good, Pimpin? May the fourth be with you. Oh, don't think a yes, nigga didn't have a Star Wars shirt yes. on. <laughs> also, some Jabba the Hutt socks earlier. Was on that shit. You just so the next time I come back, you're gonna have to get just a little more ghetto with the lyrics because I was not <laughs> on like Del Funk Funk Homo Sapien. No, no, I I was kind of a hood rat. Like, you're going to have to go to Richmond <laughs> or East Oakland or East Palo Alto to catch me. Fair. 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 I, I was <laughs> considered some Larry June, but I don't, I'm like, I don't think Nick know no Larry I've, June. So I did actually, on a recommendation, listen to everything he had on Spotify, and I fucked with it. It's just like, at the, like, Renaissance came out, and then uh, SZA's album came out. So I haven't, like, <laughs> gone back to it. But yes, yes. He got a new joint out with, mm-hmm. with, with again with the Alchemist, and it goes so hard. I need to I need to get on that. Yeah, Larry June goes. Uh, it's Cleveland's longest running podcast. We're back with this bitch again. It's remote, so you know what it is. Uh, I'm actually not gonna do a news story this week because I got my homegirl with me, so that's dope. And uh, so, so I'm just not to be bothered this week, man. Sometimes the news is just too much. 
So I'm not going to do any news this week, but you know what it is. You get Anthony talking and boxing me talking and Nick's talking. We're going to slam it assholes. We'll talk about what we watched this week. It'll be breezy. It'll be cheesy. All May long. 10th anniversary of this podcast. 10 years in the game. Nick Juice podcast, 10 years in the game as well. Don't ever sleep on that because we started the exact same month. I remember that shit. Clear today. <laughs> sure did. Sure did, and, friend. <laughs> and um, so I ain't the only one uh, out here on this 10, on this 10 shit, but... Um, I'm very, very, very excited, and so I'm trying to make it a point to have a guest in here every week. Every uh, week this month, Nick is the first. And, and she knows the dopest. I'm honored. So Thank you so much for I having me. I am so me. glad to have you. I was so I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's you know normally I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm going to bed, and I, I have to go know. in the office. <laughs> I have to go into office on Friday, but I was like, of course, like you know, of course, and then of course it's playoff season now, so just I. For, even if my team happens to not make it out of this round until June, I'm yeah. going to be tired like three times a week. So, yeah, yeah, that's been me for like the last uh, two weeks. And that was based, it was mostly Picard and not the playoffs. But I mean, what it is going to be, man, my mama loved that show and I had to watch it for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, if I have nothing to say, then I guess I just give it over to Anthony to begin with. And there, 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 that's how that works. It's been a long time since. First time, first up, first time, first as always is, is Tatum. Well, it's actually I, the first thing on the show. Well, I know this is going to be a bit of a Voltron episode because, um, like we all got well, not we all. Um, True, indeed, we uh, the three, three, three of us went to Detroit this weekend and yeah. we didn't have things to talk about Detroit wise. You know what? I got something for you then. We'll we'll start with me and Box was talking about in the car, and that is Nick Jew. How many famous people you know from Ohio? Um. Probably like five, if I really thought about it. All right, we. I'm gonna toss you. Some, we um, me and Boss was talking about this. We started with, of course, one uh, 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 Steph Curry. Okay, born in Akron, Ohio. So <laughs> we was like, oh yeah, that's dope. You know I didn't saying? even know that. Yeah, 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 yeah how about LeBron James was born in. The yeah. premise of this whole conversation was built around the fact that like people shit on Ohio. But then, like, we have so many famous people that are from Ohio that leave and go off and become famous. People don't give any credit to their background whatsoever. Like, and Steph Curry was one of the examples of, like, I, I told T, I'm like, I'll give a fuck that that motherfucker was only born here and <laughs> here, here for a couple of years. Motherfucker was born in a hospital in Eckerd, Ohio. Yeah. He is an Ohio kid. Yeah, I, sure. I think it has to do with the way y'all represent, because I'm sure I could probably I probably know 20 people, famous people from Ohio, but I yeah. really don't know. They're from Ohio. As far as I know, the only famous people from Ohio that I really put on for y'all are Drew Carey. Yep. Yeah. And LeBron James. Well, <laughs> right now, we don't claim them, but um, um, what's the, 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 the dude that's dating um, the Transformer girl right now? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. Shane Kelly reps for us hard, but we don't we don't really care. I about don't him. I don't know that I've ever heard a note of a I Machine only, Gun I Kelly only, song. I only heard some Machine Gun Kelly maybe a week ago when he was in Australia freestyling with some rapper down there, and I was like, oh, because I was mad at Machine Gun Kelly from this last album he did, which is all pop punk. I was like, how are you just gonna abandon this hip hop that you've been doing since everybody knew you? But yeah, he was spitting this free. I was like, it's pretty good. He was with Corday. What's up? He was with Corday uh, rapping. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Machine Gun so Kelly was even... another one that we brought up as an example. As another yeah. Ohioan? Yeah. I'm so, sure if I really thought about it, there's probably some musicians from Ohio that, you know, 
we're but, they, not, but they're I'm, not like loud about it. Like people I'm, from Oakland or Detroit or New York. I'm gonna present you some, and you'll either be like, "Oh shit, word," or not give a damn, and that'll be the fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now these 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 first three, Paul Newman. Yeah, no clue. Yeah, I mean, you know, he wouldn't bang like Bob Hope. Now, Bob Hope is. I want you to understand. You, uh, Bob Hope, oh, big deal, Bob Hope. No, in this town, massive deal. Oh, I imagine that. I, I can but, see that because Bob Hope is a huge, I mean, for our generation, huge. Not just, not just that. He was the, he's like, his people was money people. Mm. So, like, we're, there's a bridge here. The bridge is right by the baseball team, the Guardian Stadium, is named that because it has these guardians of traffic statues on either end of it. That bridge is the Hope Memorial Bridge named after oh. that dude's family. Okay. It was one of them situations like, oh, okay, Bob Hope. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. Wait. Born in Ohio? Began his acting career here in Cleveland with the Great Lakes Shakespearean Festival and won two uh, Critics' Choice Award, Critics Circle Awards for his work here. So, so he moved to Oakland for college then? Because he went to like a local community college. Yeah. I see. All right. I, I ride with Tom Hanks deep because uh, it was an interview he was doing with Tim Allen about one of them toys, Toy Story movies. And he was talking to this black dude and they got got to going about Big Wiz and Spades and shit. <laughs> Oakland. Tim, 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 Tim Allen got just left behind in that conversation. <laughs> I was like, Tom Hanks, that's why they think yeah. black as it is. I will have to check the the on that because I feel like Tom Hanks was born in like I thought he was born in like San Jose or he like grew yeah, up in San Jose. I don't Jose. think Tom Hanks was born here, but he did uh his career started. I think because oh, okay, his career started here. Because we claim so him pretty hard in the Bay. Yeah. Like he's he's ours. Yeah. I got you. Uh, of course Halle Berry fine ass. I have no clue. Ohio. I had no idea. Really? Now she do ride for him. She has always been yeah. like I bang for Bedford because she from, yeah, she's from Bedford, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Drew Carey. You know Drew Carey. Chrissy Hyde. I didn't know that. That's cool. Of the of the pretenders, if y'all didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't fuck know with what I'm saying. Of course, Mr. LeBron James. Let me see if I can find you somebody that's like gonna make you go, what? They got some this one kind of was like, I was like, get the fuck right out of here. Langston Hughes apparently attended school, high school here in, in Cleveland. Okay, so the list is not from Ohio, not born in Ohio. This particular, this particular, I got other lists. Don't worry, I got plenty of them. Okay, uh, there, was, list. there was one that I told T in the car that T didn't even realize, and then there was one I texted him yesterday that I found on accident by happenstance yeah. that I didn't know about. That one was one Keenan Thompson born in Columbus, Ohio. Yo, oh, my, my future ex husband. <laughs> and then the other one that I told T in the car that he was shocked by, Guy Fieri. Born in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. that would really yeah, kind of take me that's out. That's because um, he wanted to. They wanted to rename Columbia, uh, not yeah, Columbus Flavor Town. Uh, for absolutely not. Oh my god! <laughs> I, the capital of the great state of Ohio, Flavor Town. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, let me jump to this. I got like I got them all over the place. Uh, if y'all didn't, if y'all watched the Dora the Explorer movie, it's pretty funny. But didn't you meet her box or you, you was just yeah, in the same spot? I didn't like go up and introduce her myself to her or whatever, but we were at uh, the same restaurant once. Yeah. Yeah. The bartender Isabella, was being real creepy about it. Isabella uh, Merced is, uh, is her name. Uh, it, 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 what that she changed her name, but, but yeah, she, she, she bangs with this set. Um, 
But which, which of the of the of the what which one? The east, the west? Which one was alive in the movie? I never know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the Wiz on. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Eveline or Eva Mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she was from, she was from Shaker Heights. Okay. Right the Russo brothers, of course, people who direct they directed uh, the Captain America movies and the last two Avengers movies. So you want to go they, back they, like to like the eighties? You got Arsenio Hall. Of you course, got, you got Steve Harvey. Yeah. Wait, Arsenio is okay. What's Arsenio's Ohio connection? Uh, yeah, he lived. He was Cleveland. He lived all. Yeah. Steve Cleveland. Harvey, I knew. Yeah, I did know Steve Harvey. He was one of the five that I originally estimated. I knew Carol Kane, which I didn't know. Which I think is pretty wow. dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else we got. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Wes Craven. Is Senor Spielberg? Where's yeah. he from? <laughs> he was born in the state of Ohio. Uh, let me pull uh, up. Nice. Well, why are you doing that? Yvette you've, uh, you've Nicole Brown, which I do know because yes. she do bang the city. She banged and, that drum uh, kind of a lot. What's, uh, not Kim Fields. Um, Kim uh, Kim Wembley is from here. Oh, yeah, yeah. From uh, from everything. From yeah, Friday and all kinds of shit. Steven Spielberg was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. No way. I'll, How almost long there? <laughs> Yeah, that is awesome. I have no idea our geography of this country. Every time I go somewhere, (laughs) I'm like, oh, I don't know shit about the middle of this country. Steven Allen Spielberg was born on December 18th, 1946 in Cincinnati, Ohio. His mother, Leah, was a restaurateur and concert pianist. And his father, Arnold Spielberg, was an electric engineer involved in the development of computers. His immediate family were situationally reformed Jewish Orthodox Jewish. Um, his parent, turtle parents were Jews from the Ukraine. Uh, blah, 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 blah. In 1952, his family moved to Haddentown, New Jersey. So he lived mm. in Ohio his first six years of his life. Okay. okay. Huh. Right on. Bumper Robinson. I remember Bumper Robinson. I yeah. sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh, never forget Bumper Robinson. Here, here's two more that are are, are sure are well known. Low Bow Wow, or now yes. Bow Wow, if you will. Where mm-hmm. are you from? I'm pretty sure he's from Columbus. See, I knew him in Atlanta, and I, that's you know what I'm saying. That's where I knew him. That's where he ended up. At, so that's all I ever think of him as. Yeah, he's from and, he's from Columbus, and during his you know rise and fall, always uh, represented the Browns uh, wearing the Browns jersey. Huh. Like in most of his videos, like he was wearing like a backwards Tim Couch, uh, Tim Couch jersey. <laughs> and here's one that T probably appreciate, John yeah. Legend. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do know. Yeah. I do know that. I, I from, knew uh, that. Yellow Springs, from where where they they spell live. Yeah. His, his people still there. He come yeah. here every Christmas. They always like make us think over it. Katie Holmes is from Ohio. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. That Sarah was my Jim. list. Dave Chappelle, Drew Carey, um, John Legend, yeah. LeBron James. And whoever y'all just said, uh, Steve Harvey. Yeah. That was okay. the people that I was like, oh, I know uh, I know five people. <laughs> did, you, did you say Paul from Newman? Ohio. I, I did say know. Paul Newman was, Paul Newman was the yeah. person. I didn't Paul know. Paul Jai Parker. It's from Paul Jai Parker? Yes, yeah. he is, yeah. You ain't got the lot, Craig. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one, one, one of my teenage crushes. And Sorry, I Box, didn't... you were on a roll, friend. I oh, never realized right he was a dude in the bed that, d- during that whole scene until it took I got me a older. Really, really long time to see that dude laying in that bed, and then the whole movie changed for me because I was like, "Oh, this is fantastically written." 
<laughs> this is like a good bit. You know what I'm saying? Box, who else you pulled up, man? Uh, David Roll from Foo Fighters mm. is from oh, Warren, Ohio. Sick. Yeah, he's from no Warren, way. Ohio. Um, from Warren, Tr- okay. Trent Reznor. Uh, I do know that. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Like, from, he's like from around here. There's someone oh. here where I'm, I'm like fact checking because I'm like, really? Like, they have Rob <laughs> Lowe on this list, but I'm like, how the fuck is Rob Lowe connected to Ohio? <laughs> um, Molly Shannon is from Shaker Heights, and so is David. Um, David Wayne, the director, um, and like the, the director of um, Red Hot American Summer. Um, like, uh, oh Deborah- shit! Okay, sorry. Rob Lowe grew up. Uh, he wasn't born here, but he grew up in Dayton, Ohio. Mm. Is it, was it Papa Air Force? Uh, where's mom? I got. I got. Mom was a teacher. Dad was a trial lawyer. Huh. Parents divorced when Lowe and his younger brother Chad were young. Um, Colonel John was captured by the American Victory at Trent, New Jersey, in the morning. Given a choice, the option to stay in the U.S. Lowe grew up in Dayton, Ohio, in a traditional American setting. Uh, he attended uh, Oakwood Junior High School before moving to Point Doom area of Malibu, California. Nice. Uh, Patricia Heaton is from Ohio. From yeah, I, do know that, but I don't fuck with her. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she banged a drum for the other side a little too much. Oh, you, you man from uh, what you call us from here? Uh, 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 tr- Blues Traveler. That's John not John Popper. Thank you. <laughs> not Blues <laughs> Anita Baker. <laughs> That's dope. Anita Baker from where? Born in Toledo, Ohio. Nice. Fuck yeah. I'm claiming that. That's That's going on the list. Oh, yeah, the Kelsey brothers, but we talked about them already. Yeah. So I only go I only bang one of them. So <laughs> and Hayes, born in Aurora, Ohio. Yeah. Rest, oh, in rest in peace. Um the guy who played um Buffalo Bill in um Silent Southern Lambs is from here. <laughs> He's from Ohio. Who even is that? Um Ted Levine. I never I don't think I ever saw him in anything before or since. Sarah Jessica Parker is from Ohio. Wow, this one okay. actually was accurate. Marilyn Manson, born Canton, yeah. Ohio. I do know that one, but we don't we don't we don't bang that set either. Because I'm just going down the list, baby. I know, baby. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to know. No. There's a couple of people on this list that I've never even fucking heard of. So I'm like, should I even bother looking you up? All right, Antoine Fisher was from Cleveland. Yes. I fuck with that. Well, here's another yeah. one right now. Carmen Electra. Oh yeah, really? From where? Pretty sure she's from Cincinnati. I'm Kentucky people. I can't fuck with it, Nick. Cincinnati sits uh, literally on the Ohio River, and you cross a bridge, and you're in the great state of Kentucky. Kentucky's airport, no, Cincinnati's airport is in Kentucky. Is it oh. south? Of yes, Ohio. Okay, she's yeah, from yeah, Sharonville, yeah. Ohio, which is essentially a suburb of Cincinnati. Okay, Jim so Jarmusch. Right. Yeah, the director. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read these names off there on this list that I haven't verified, but these are like people I've never heard of. Okay. Maggie Grace, Jake I do Abel. I don't know that name. Allison Stoner. I'm pretty sure, isn't she like a dancer or something? Yeah, it's a girl from the used to be in the Missy videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Girl, yeah. Deborah Winger. Yeah, yes. yeah, Deborah <laughs> Winger. Diana Highland. Uh, uh-huh. She died in 1977. Don't know who she is. Joey Luthman nope. and Jim Jermush. Yeah, yeah, that's one Aunt just said. He's a director. Okay. He's a dope director. He directed uh, Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. Oh, and Brooklyn Decker. Yeah, Brooklyn Decker. 
She is uh she used to be a model and she's now an actress. She's on um the the show with um what Frankie and um Damn. There's two more people on this list that I didn't name. One I'll say Luke Perry. Okay. Yeah, um, I, know, I knew about Luke Perry. Right, and then the last one on the list that I haven't said is one I'm just kinda like, eh. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. No, we don't. No, again, well, no rapist get no love I, on this program. One, one person, um, uh, Jim Cummings, the guy who does like all the Winnie the Pooh voices. Yes, like, oh. he does Tigger. Do you remember uh, Fred Willard was from Ohio? Yeah. Yes. yes. Man, quit all these damn people. Box, stop doing. Uh, Beverly. Sorry, I, I, didn't, from I Ohio. didn't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you say Rob Deerdeck? Yeah, Rob Deerdeck is from Ohio. Um, Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, okay. The lady from nice. the, uh, the Christmas movies. The vacation movies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Vacation movies. Get down with that. There you go. There you go, people. I, I, I was more taken aback by the, on this list than I think Nick was. So there you last, go. Last but not least, scored oh, um, two, what was it, how many? Four touchdowns in one game. Ed O'Neill is from Ohio. <laughs> okay, baby. Yeah, okay. Right. My, my, my last one is, of course, Bobby Womack. Which I just, oh, just yeah. discovered. Uh-huh. Okay. So respect on the most name. ruthless of R and B singers, Bobby Womack. <laughs> well, my last one then will be Kid Cudi. There you go. Well oh, done. Okay. <laughs> from uh, Sutherland, if I'm not mistaken. No, I that he's from Shaker. Where are you from? He's, he's from Shaker Heights. Okay. Aren't the Isley brothers from? Yes. From no. Yeah. no. The Isley I, I'm near certain they're from like Columbus, I, I man. The, the, no, it was the Leverts, isn't it? Yeah, Leverts. Yeah, yeah, Levert. Somebody, yeah, yeah. the Isleys are from some Midwest. Sorry, y'all. I don't be knowing. It's, it's all good. It's all over there. Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati. The Isley yeah. brothers are from Cincinnati. I thought so. Yeah. And the Ohio yeah, so. players, I don't know where they're from, but they from Ohio. I know, I'm like, where are any of the Ohio players from Ohio, actually? I feel like it would be so ironic if the Ohio <laughs> players were from anywhere, but yep. they just got down with Ohio one time. I was like, hey, Lincoln man, Heights, Ohio. Playing? I don't know where that is. What part? Lincoln Heights, Ohio. No, I'm not even hip. It is. It's near Cincinnati. Everything is near fucking Cincinnati, man. Basically, make them Kentuckians. The don't get down with Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, I knew Gerald. I knew Gerald, and 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 and, and uh, so forth was from here. Yeah, I uh, people all the time. It all like uh, before he passed away. I always said I look like Gerald Levert, and I should play like. And then when he died, it's like you should play Gerald Levert in the movie. I'm like, okay, okay, I guess. <laughs> I hate when people do that. Like acting is a skill. Like I just stop looking. That's not gonna get you that far. Hey, <laughs> Nick, 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 hold on. I play Cratchit Boy number three. In the third, in the fifth okay, grade. Okay, but I have like a degree in acting. I hate when people do that shit. Like Meg The Stallion should play Pam Grier. Can she act? There are actresses available. <laughs> it's like a skill. People study it. What, what, <laughs> was there it three was, Cratchit boys? I play Cratchit boy number three. Mother, mother, come look at the goose. The goose is golden brown. Yeah, but, it's Timmy and two other ones. <laughs> we don't get the others name. They only in oh. one scene. Hold on. Yeah. I need That's I need to know. No, two, two scenes. It, it was it was a movie uh, on on Netflix. I wish I had watched it. I don't know if he's even still on there. Where um it's a Whitney Houston movie, but they don't ever say it's Whitney, and the girl don't ever sing in the movie. And it's by Man, I ain't gonna uh, lie to you. I didn't even know uh, Mrs. Cratchit had a name, so that's fucking me up a little bit too. What's Miss Cratchit's name? Emily Cratchit. 
Nines. I didn't know my mom's name. <laughs> but yeah, and so the, it's but it's a Lena it's a Lena Wake movie. And mm-hmm. yeah, have you watched it? No, is it good? I don't know. But I just thought it was it was weird. It's like all about Whitney's life. They don't ever say it's Whitney Houston and they don't let her sing during the movie. I haven't watched any of the Whitney Houston movies. I watched some of the documentary, but um Yeah, that was about it for me. Yeah, that, that, that was as far as it went. Hold on. Bob Crash and his wife and their six children. Good oh. God. Martha, <laughs> Belinda, Peter, and smaller Cratchits who are unnamed and the lame but ever cheerful Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Did Tiny Tim die right after the movie? What's up? Did Tiny Tim die? No, the point is that he, you know, basically he got money and therefore he got health care. Oh. (laughs) Is it American Grammar? Well, no, this is definitely uh, the Victorian England. So, no, they are, they, he definitely died of tuberculosis. Just like consumption. (laughs) Consumption. What is consumption? Rickett. I don't know. <laughs> all this shit about to come back with all these anti-vaxxers. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, I remember um, I was watching some movie and um, like a soldier gave a little boy a candy bar and he died because the candy bar was too rich. Oh no. Because the, the guy wasn't getting no food. Tuberculosis is what is is what is consumption. The consumption. So like, yeah. It's, oh. a, it's like a cough, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> don't catch the tuberculosis, my folks. Oh, I I just don't unfriend me. I just saw that movie for the first time last Christmas. Oh, no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no. It's all right. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. I, I watched it, it maybe twice. It's good. I it never good. saw what's the movie. I never saw. Uh, Ant. Oh, yeah. You, you that's criminal because that movie was shot in Ohio. <laughs> Uh, Shawshank Redemption. The Shank. I never seen the Shank. You've never seen Shawshank, but I've like seen on purpose. I, what's that movie called? What's the movie they was talking about the Shank the whole time? Uh, I don't remember. But so this is weed movie. This weed comedy with a uh, hide from uh, that seventy show. We again, we don't sport rapists on the show. And some other brother and Makai Pfeiffer. And in that movie, the entire time of that movie, all they do is talk about the Shawshank Redemption. How do you try to get home to watch this- it? This Shawshankian knowledge, but yeah. I've never actually seen the movie. It's a you know, like not to oversell it, but it's a a wonderful, really? a wonderful film. Like it's it's very well acted. Like it's just a really good movie. It just seems so sad. It's it's sad, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, but it, it is a uh, you know, it's very well performed, very well written. It's just, I would say. Knowing going in, knowing that the sadness is going to come, mm-hmm. but it, it, you know, there's some puff, hope in it too. Puff Puff Pass is the name of the movie. Puff Puff oh. Pass. Why uh, haven't I seen that? Um, it's the, pretty. The, I definitely saw that shit on bootleg that I want to say my old boss made on DVD. I de- I did not see that from anywhere else. My like said we we had this old boss who used to make CDs and DVDs and shit. And you just, just hook us up with him. <laughs> and so I promise you. I, I don't know where you could find that movie at, but it I, is, it's, it I, is pretty I, funny. I own that movie. I own, own it. Like, it's <laughs> like over there somewhere. Huh? Say word. No, yeah. like, a, like a, oh, like, there you go. Puff Puff Ass. Makai Pfeiffer, pretty funny in that movie. Yeah, I love, um, like, I own 
like I don't own a lot of books anymore, but I own um different seasons by Stephen King. So every once in a while I can read the Shawshank um book. All righty. We'll give it up to the shank. But there you go, people. That was a, your little bit of a, I guess, Ohio, your taste of Ohio this week. You know what I'm saying? Now, first up, as always, is Tatum. And give it up. What's the good word? I got nothing for you. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, so I just like the like the fellas mentioned, um, I went to Detroit um last week. Um, my nephew graduated from college. Um Congrat. Thank you. Um, I would let him know that everybody is pulling because I know um, every once in a while he'll be like, stay as crunchy and milk. So I know he listens sometimes. <laughs> uh, he's probably the only member of my family who who listens to this show. Um, my no, nephew I, will randomly call me Nick Jew, so I know oh. he's heard the show before too. <laughs> um, so yeah, we I, I, lo- I like going on road trips. Do I love going on road trips with my family? Not, 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 no, not no, but not yes, right in the middle. Because, like, when we go, I like to stop and explore. Like, I like, um, I love taking toll roads. I don't mind, um, you know, paying four twenty five to to uh, get a flat penny and maybe a, um, you know, <laughs> a nice bathroom experience. Um, like, we only really stopped like once and. Like where where we were, it was like not even gas stations around. The closest place we could stop and use the restroom was a Menards. And eh, man, it's like to me, it's weird that like if you just go really just a half an hour out, like out of the, the city proper, how rural it is out there. Yeah. Um, but it, it was fun. We you know. We went to a, a restaurant called um, called Starters after the graduation, where I don't know if I've ever had worse uh, worse food um, in my life. Oh no, no! Like I ordered the same like for five wings, it was seventeen dollars. I was like, I, I I want wings, but I'm not buying that. It was whole wings, but still not seventeen dollars okay. worth. Yes, it better have been some whole ass wings. <laughs> um, like the pasta was. Super um overdone, no bite to it, and um, I never tasted a worse Alfredo sauce in my life. Damn, Damn. what kind of reviews did it have? It well, I don't, I didn't look at the reviews because I, I, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my pony show. I keep on um trying to tell my nephew, hey man, you got to go to Buddy's. He's like, am I messing up? Do I need to go to Buddy's? I'm like, yeah, you messing up. But every time I go to Detroit, we talk about that. Um, and he's he's still. I feel bad when we went to Detroit that first time. I should have called yeah. him over because he didn't live far. Oh from yeah, there. I should indeed. Why do, why do we not think that? because uh, we was only there for like we'll be there one night. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so the meat of this is um, I'm going back to Detroit again tomorrow. Um, I asked my mother like weeks ago. I'm like, hey, do you want me to drive with you? Because her her partner um, Stan's not going. I don't know why Stan's not going, but he's just not. Oh, I do know why he's not going. Let me take that back. There's only for the graduation. There's only four tickets. Oh so yeah. I'm not even going to the graduation. I'm just driving. I might like uh like go just go walk around or something like that while she's in the actual graduation because they have like it's staggered. It's like 
if you are um, graduating from math, this is um, you you go at this That's time. Smart. That's real so smart. It'll be different. It'll be staggered. So, but mama, I like I said, she's my mom, so I know her. She been hemming and hawing about like uh, I asked her the first time. I'm like, I'll drive. I'll drive with you up there. She's like, I'll let you know. Did <laughs> uh. You know, I I talked to her uh, last week. Uh, like I, I can take the time off. I got plenty of time. I'll let you know. And then I called her today. No, she she, she actually she called me um, the other day, and we talked about it a little bit. But she still never was like, yeah, let's go. We we gonna do this. She's been hemming and hard, and I'm just thinking like she really don't want me to go. <laughs> she don't <laughs> want me to drive her. Like you guys like my cooking, right? You know it. My yeah, mother, it's, the, I, it's the foundation of our relationship. Um, you know what, Lunch? No lie. When a girl, or well, she's a woman, broke up with me, the one thing she told me was, I, I'm not going to say the other thing she told me. She told me two things. <laughs> but the one thing she that stuck out of my head was like, if I could keep the food and get rid of you, I would. Jeez. <laughs> and I was like, Damn. I'm going to still hit the Her loss. Yeah, it, it was why well, she um, didn't learn how to cook. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I did. I just made him like show me stuff. <laughs> like I try to take away one good thing from every breakup, so I don't feel like a failure in love. Um, and one of the things I took from one of them was he was like a really good self-taught chef, and he plated all his meals. That mm. has value. Especially, I, like, when you go to Weight Watchers, they tell you shit like that, too. Like, if you order takeout, take it out the box, put it on a plate, like, make it look nice. Well, I kind of feel like, especially in that situation, like, in my young, like, uh, what's the uh, that movie called, Good Luck Chuck? It's like, yes. I was a bit of a good luck Chuck. It was, not, I, I, I'm not a bad person. It just seemed like every time I um, I it break up with somebody or I stop seeing them, they either got get married or have a baby, like, right after me. Almost every single one of them. Um, but <laughs> I'm trying to I think about it because I know that I'm, I'm trying to think of myself because I know that's happened to me a couple times. Yeah, but yeah, my mother doesn't really even like she'll come over for Thanksgiving or something. But um, my mother never really ate my cooking either. I don't think my mother doesn't like me or anything. But maybe she sorry. just don't know like how you you know how good you are. <laughs> Yeah, she she knows. Like she she get rave reviews from um uh, from my children. Like, man, guess what dad made the other day? Oh, maybe she's uh, hating. <laughs> does, does, does your mom eat red meat? Yeah, no, no. She she stopped. She had to stop because my mother has uh, rheumatoid arthritis as well. Um, yeah. or they they either they say it's pseudo gout or uh, um rheumatoid arthritis. It's like. And um, the enzymes in certain meat um, exacerbates it. Like, it makes it worse. So she had to stop eating pork. And um, she we, we've never been, like, a beef household. So, uh, but, yeah, she she's just, like, she she likes it, but she's never, like, man, bring me a plate of nothing. I just, I've, I've lived with this for so long, I guess uh, I just have to be fine with it. <laughs> Because I've been cooking for for a, a very long time since I've lived with her, like 
I remember uh, the first one of the first things I ever cooked was um, it's really kind of cheating, but we made some brownies. My brother was like, "Man, I bet you can make some brownies." The box right there, we got all the ingredients, and I'm like, <laughs> "You know what? I could make some brownies because, of course, like when we were at home, like, like until my mother got off work. So, like in the summertime, it'd be from like eight to five or something like that, and the the smell would get out of the air before she got back home. But I made the brownies and we put them in a, like a Ziploc bag and put them in my mother's like work bag that she wasn't using, like behind the, um, like behind the door. <laughs> Why did she switch her lunch bags that day? <laughs> I was like, what is these? Who made this? <laughs> so, yeah, but it was, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't, um, going on a road trip with my mother in a long time and like um I'm gonna probably like get some books ready on on Libby uh, so we yeah. can listen to a book on the way because like a, a podcast is great but like while you driving it's kind of inconvenient when like you gotta switch it a couple times. I mean I know what um you can have a place to make up. a playlist. Yeah mm-hmm. but it, mm, it's still not the same. Like sometimes I'm pretty selfish when it comes to podcasts. Like that's for my grocery store time and cooking and washing dishes time where I, where I can like focus on the podcast. So, well, I'm I'm jealous of your mom right now because the last like three times we've tried to get you to go on a road trip with us, we've gotten denied each time. Well, but you know what? Okay, what, what was the other um, road trip? This time I, we were legitly in the same city, and I just <laughs> I just couldn't make you it. are correct. And, and the last time is like one. I need you to have your passport, and two, you said you can't go to Canada with us before you go with your lady. Yeah, so I can't do nothing with it. Yeah, I <laughs> you, I get so much shit about like um, if I go somewhere that she like that she wants to go with you guys. Like um, yeah, yeah, because we had to go to like soon as we uh got to Detroit. That's the first place we went is Buddy's Pizza. She's like, you ain't going. You went there with them. <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> like, okay. How how in general was 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 your you guys' trip? You were saying uh, up up to Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Besides, um, uh, you know, graduation and family stuff. Like, it was it was okay. Like dr- driving there. Um, her um her sister came, and like usually, whoever sits in the front seat is supposed to navigate. Her sister yeah. wasn't navigating. Like her her sister doesn't get uh doesn't get road trips yet. Like uh, it was like mm. you have to navigate and, and you know keep the driver engaged unless you fall asleep. Which you know if you fall asleep, that's 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 the thing. But like it was Detroit. I know um, Nick and Reggie was talking about this before. They drive so stupid in Detroit, like My beyond God. beyond anything I've ever seen. We were in a parking lot inside a gated parking lot, and they just go. Like in the parking lot, it was crazy. It was weird. We, like not to get into our story, but like we had one interaction where T kind of ran a yellow light, oh. and then we had like an SUV tail us through the light. Then they pulled next to us and like stared us down, and then kept oh. going at like fifty miles an hour in like a thirty. <sighs> Damn. I literally have no recollection of this. That means it didn't mean shit to me. Yeah, no, it, it was just weird. Cause like it was, it was when we were leaving to come home after you got yeah. gas, 
and there was yes. like those like three yellow lights that you ran right like in succession. Yeah. And there was like a black SUV that when you and you like it was real close. Like that light was probably turning red when you started your turn. They yeah. followed behind us, made the left, and then I saw the driver like looking down into our car and when they got parallel with us, and mm-hmm. then they did, then they just took off. <laughs> they seen T seat and kept on going. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, we'll we'll just we'll just slide that our 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 road trip as well. Um, Box and I uh, just was venturing up to Detroit because one of my favorite podcasts was doing a live show, and so I was like, let me go see uh, Wind Up His Life. You know, what I'm saying if y'all get down with hip hop podcast, the first hip hop podcast, uh, and uh, they were at Detroit Sneaker Con doing a live show, and. Uh, I was like, I was like, first I didn't think I was gonna go because it was it was uh, Xander's ladies prom, and I thought he was gonna have to need he was gonna need the car, and I was like, well, if you need the car, and I can't get go, but he, I was like, you don't take the car, and he like, nah, we gonna take her mama car, and I'm like, sweet, so oh. I go, you ain't taking that car, then I'm going up to Detroit, and uh, Box was like, yeah, I'm down. Box had been told me he was down the ride, so it was, it was well, all see, what, what, the th- the thing about it though was T asked me and Anthony in text message like two weeks prior, and then Anthony said he couldn't go with us because he was already going to Detroit for the graduation. And then we didn't really hammer out if T and I were going to go then. So I just assumed that when Anthony couldn't go, none of us were going. <laughs> oh, no. So no, then like no, three no. days prior, T hits me up. He's like, hey, I got the car. You still want to go to Detroit? Which the way you phrased it made it seem like we weren't going to Detroit. But then now that you got the car, now we will go to Detroit. <laughs> yes, that is exactly the factual. Like, that is exactly how that was going to work. Uh, one second, man. I need you to back up in the story because I need to know what kind of car um, the mother got because I know Xander is a, is a car person. No clue. I did not ask oh. or care. Oh. <laughs> like, okay. look, I got him through his high school career and got him to his prom, the rest of it, and I, although I did just pay for that tuxedo that he, he wore, that that saying, but uh, I uh, I was like, mm, that, that's your lady shit? Cool, bro. Ride on out and you got it, man. So, Box and I uh, uh, got out. Uh, I probably got out on the road like about 11, 11 uh, Saturday morning because I had to, uh, Lee had a uh, away game, so I had to get her, get him, forgive me to uh, to the school so he could get on the on the, on the bus and they could head to where they were playing their game at. And so it just kind of pushed everything back just a little bit. But we get on the road, get get on the turnpike, and just kick it. You know what I'm saying? It's bullshit, and I, and I drive like a bat out of hell just because I can't. I don't drive as fast as box drive. I drive fast, but I ain't no Dan because Dan would be up like near a hundred. You got left foot, Dan? Not a hundred. Yeah, but he, but like ninety, depending on yeah. where we're at. And he got the power of white man because he ain't getting pulled over, right? If he do but, get pulled over, he could be like, I don't know, I I couldn't do yeah. that. I told you that. See in the car. I just when I said that in Detroit, I'm like, we're gonna run this red light, and then we get pulled over. I'll just apologize for you and say we didn't know we couldn't do that. <laughs> But no, like because when I drive on the turnpike and shit, I watch the median because they always sit mm-hmm. in the median and so like. But they they can't gun you from far away, so if you just slow down fast enough, like then just wait till you're past them, you're good. And, it, and it, at one point, I did have to quickly drop down and speed because yeah. uh, I was like, "Cop!" And I'm like, "Oh, I shit. did my <laughs> my passenger duties at that time. He was going 85, and he did not see the cop coming up." Yeah, for sure. One thing I was told about that: they said if you're speeding, 
But if you go past them and you're you're not hitting your brakes, they won't pull you over. If you're hitting your brakes, their 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 thoughts is that you were uh, that you were going much faster than you are right now when you're mm-hmm. going fast. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that brother didn't care, or whoever whoever was in that whip didn't care, and we just kept it rolling. I like to thank TikTok. I think TikTok got these cops looking at their phones <laughs> while they're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we we get we get, we get up to like we get to where we going like just as as quick as the GPS area would. It was like you'll get there at one thirty. I'm like dope. We get there at one thirty and then don't move. As it turns out, we are just underneath the bridge that is connected to the other way, the convention center we are going to, and their parking lot is literally to the right and or left of us. But we are not moving because, of course, everybody named Mama going to this damn convention center, and cop up there directing traffic i'm like come on bro and i'm like and boss like are we gonna be late and i'm like i don't i hope not and and but but let's just keep faith box find me a parking spot again don't ever don't ever get a twist me and box have been on multiple road trips together so we kind of really got this uh we got a good ebb and flow for what we doing so he know what i'm looking for he know what i need and he'll be like all right there you go i'm like dope slip in the parking spot I slip on my sneakers because, of course, the sneaker counts. I had to wear nice my nice sneakers. And I told you I was gonna put on my I was gonna rock my my Optimus Primes, and so indeed I did put on my Optimus Primes that I have only worn two two times before this. They are a tough shoe to put on. Let me tell you that. But I get on my Optimus Primes. We get we find our way into the convention center. We get to the stage, which as it turns out is you know presented by Monster Energy. And this the is main after, stage of. The- and this is after T almost forgot the record in the car that he wanted to get autographed. I mean. We didn't even get we didn't even get feet away from the car. Yeah. Say I almost forgot it too much. You, no, because you did forget because you were about to show the, shut the trunk and start walking. I saw the record sitting there, and I'm like, "Hey, did you want that thing autographed?" You right, you right. So like the whole um, fucking reason we came up to this thing was to see this. So I've been to many a convention, but all the conventions I've been to are gaming conventions. So it's very much uh, it has a sense to it that I understand. I've never been to a sneaker con, and I'm like, "Well, this is interesting." Because I go get to this this main stage, it's like, "Oh, we about to just stand here." Well, it was it was like chaotic in the building because there was a volleyball tournament thing going on in one of the other halls. So as it turns out there were multiple events going on yeah. in that facility at one time. Yeah, yeah, because like when we, when we were trying to get like into the parking area, like a bunch of girls and we I, like. I can't say college or what. Like I don't think so at this point. But bunch of volleyball players jumping out of cars in like their volleyball like shorts, like mm. with backpacks, run into this convention center. It's weird. I didn't know what to do with that. I'm like, why would you? Unless you're playing volleyball in this thing, and I didn't think I didn't see that happening. Nobody seemed to be playing the sport of volleyball. They just seemed all to be. It was at a- like when we were walking by the one of the halls in the back. I saw a net set up, and I saw the ball going back and forth. So there was some game action happening. Huh. Well, there you go. So that was wild. Um, we get to the stage, and uh, I can see. Uh, Rosenberg off in the cut and Cypher Sounds and uh, Billy June off in the cut and I'm like, oh cool. I'm like, this is about to really happen. And then of course uh their guest this um, on their on their program was uh Race the Five Nine. Oh Detroit Zone. And uh so I got to watch them uh and then like they like, all right, who here knows who we are? And I mean just hold the record up. He's like, Oh my god, yo, my man got the vinyl and blah 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 blah. We show love. Me and Box uh hustle Russell through they 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 podcast about an hour. I'm saying 
I walk to the stage. And I'm like, hey, man, you going to sign it? And he's like, yeah. This is after Box Casey pushes me to go to the stage because he knew I wasn't about to do it because I'd be having a habit of just mm-hmm. like nervous. And I literally Heisman his ass up near the stage. Well, because yes. like even before the podcast started, um, now I know who Rosenberg is, um, but like I didn't know who the other guy was because I don't listen to this podcast. I was really only here for moral support for T. I didn't know this show. Didn't really care. Um, it was interesting having sat there and listened to it all. Like, I'm not going to say I wasn't entertained, but like this trip wasn't for me on the surface. Like I was just there for support. But um, when they, when like T said, when they like, were talking about before the show, like, does anyone know who we are or whatever? T held up the record. The DJ dude from the show said that they were going to be giving out merchandise. And they basically gave T the wink and the like, you know, you might get something. And he like gave him the come up. We'll get you, we'll hook you up. Yeah. So then, yeah, like at the end of the podcast, I was pushing T because like, I'm like, Hey, they told you to come up there. They're going to fucking talk to you. And T was just trying to stand his ass on the back. Like and not go up there. You know, I'm like, go man. This is why we came here. So again, that's why we drag <laughs> box with me places. Cause I'm saying he, he, he helps me be a better me. And, uh, so they like basically got yo y'all got to get off the stage. We about to uh, have another event on here. So they he was like, all right, hey man, I got you. Just come over here. I'm like, cool. Talk to Rosenberg, dap him up, meet Billy June. More nervous to meet Billy June. Billy June is like basically a uh, podcast showrunner. If you want to give him a, give him a title, he does all kinds of behind the scenes shit. And I'm more nervous meeting Billy June and Rosenberg because he's just uh, such a part of the podcast. If you fuck with that particular podcast, you know. But uh. Rosenberg shows me love, writes, uh, signs the album, and 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 it's like, yo, it's coming. The, the the next one is coming real soon, and blah blah blah. And I think it's just dope. We get the fuck out of there, and we go. Box is like, whenever we go anywhere as of late, Box goes to find a uh, a, a toy store, vintage toy store, vintage toys, and so forth and so on. Uh, he looks up one, uh, looks up two. One is closer, but one is further out. But one is he know he knows it from YouTube and stuff. Mm. So we, uh, yeah, it was like had, a, it was like a ten mile difference. Yeah, we had to. All right, you hear you in your mind, you hear eight mile, and you think of okay, what's going on in Detroit? We were at twenty one and a half, and that is the name of it, mile. <laughs> <laughs> so it's outside the city, but it still looked like the city. Detroit got a a real look to it. I want you to know that. Now I don't say that disrespectfully, and please don't take it disrespectfully. But all of Detroit looked kind of gray. Mm. As far as I'm going out, I'm like, y'all don't, y'all, nothing about this looks suburban or anything. <laughs> you know yeah. So, yeah. When we went um, before, <clears throat> um, I, I think we went November. Like, we were trying to find a, a hotel to stay at. Man, yeah. it is no such, <laughs> it was no such thing <laughs> as finding a, uh, a nice place. Rosenberg said they that Monster Energy, of course, tried to set them up in the nicest hotel they could find. As mm-hmm. it turns out, it was across the border in Canada, so they couldn't put them in that hotel because mm-hmm. they would have needed passports and border crossing and all that shit. There is no nice hotels in, in in Detroit right now, and it's just that's a city that is trying to grow back and come back, and and I, and I hope <laughs> well for them, but they ain't there yet. So there, but honestly, honest, they downtown shitting on ours like leaps and for bounds, sure. like downtown sure. Detroit. They got they got a lot of nice places to go eat. They got a lot of like I just <laughs> they, they hotels just ain't nice down there. But yeah. like they got they got a lot of like we went to a um an arcade bar that was nice there. Like this yeah. 
down the downtown is nice and still growing. And everywhere you look, um, is new construction down there. So yeah. yeah. So again, a town on the rise, a town, a town a bit working on this on this comeback and with uh some good state leadership state leadership now in in Michigan. So we hope for the best for Detroit. Shout out uh, to Big remember, Rich. Show. <laughs> uh, you remember the name of the store we went to, Box? I'm sorry, I don't recall. Sergeant Reds. Sergeant Reds toy store out there. It was very. It was a delight. Tons of good stuff in the store. Uh, 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 they were good people, fun people to talk to, you know what I'm saying? To chat a little bit up. And no, prices didn't seem too outlandish. Did you, did you think they was coming to trying to beat they you They were definitely on, on overpriced your- compared to market. But yeah. I mean, it's a vintage brick and mortar toy store. Like, you know, things aren't going to fly off the shelves in there. They have to make some money to survive. So I get it. But like, yeah. nothing was like egregious, egregious, but like, I was definitely looking at some stuff and like I could tell like even the thing I bought was like twenty, twenty five dollars overpriced when it what I could theoretically get it for on eBay if I waited for like the right version to show up or whatever. But yeah. like, you know, it was right there supporting the business and like like you said, they were very nice. Um definitely were trying to uh, like upsell me though. Cause like yes. <laughs> Yeah, like I bought the one thing and like I, I spent 175 bucks on that before tax and he's just like, Oh, what else are you into? Well, I got this and I got this. I'm like <clears throat> calm, calm down, buddy. I, I ain't rich. <laughs> but uh, what I bought was a um, 1986 unopened real Ghostbusters uh, goblin goblin toy, like factory sealed, like never opened ever. Uh, box was in pretty good shape. Uh, they yeah. had a, another one because there were three different versions released. I got like the orange one the, with like the teeth. They had the, um, the neck one where it's like the neck extends kind of like a. Like, Popple. Yeah. Y'all remember Popples? Yeah. Yeah, the look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. Yeah, so they had those two, and I picked the the, the orange one. T liked the neck one, and like it was funny because like when we went, I was torn because I like I would have been happy with either, but like there was like a part of me that was like kind of wanting the orange one, and T liked the purple one, and but I only bought the orange one. Then when we left, we went over to a comic book store that was in the parking lot where we parked, and we walked around in there, didn't buy anything, but we talked to the guy for a minute. Them, Another nice guy. Yeah, like because um, yeah. last week we talked about that last Ronin comic book, and so I was in there. I was like, "Hey, did they make a trade back of this?" And he goes, "Yeah, but we sold out when everyone started jumping on board and it got real popular." So we talked about that for a minute, and then um, we went to dinner and we went to Buddy's yeah. Pizza. And yeah. when, we, when we were at Buddy's Pizza, I was talking to T because there was like a part of me that was like, "Man, should I have just bought both of them?" You know, like. That would have been like almost four hundred bucks, but I was like, "Damn, man! Like, how often do you see these things?" You know, but like, we didn't go back or anything. Like, I, I only got the one. Um, yeah. But like, there was a part of me that like is kind of like, "Man, I fucked up a little bit," but it's fine. We get sat down at Buddy's. Uh, Buddy's Pizza is amazing. Detroit style pizza, the fucking best shit in the fucking world. Worth the trip to Detroit, hands down. We sitting there, we waiting, and we waiting. And then we weigh in. Oh no. I look around. I'm like, hmm. Feel like I might be the only person of color in this motherfucker. And I'm still waiting on you to come serve me what is happening here. What, what location did y'all go to? Out there, like 21 and a half mile. I don't know where that shit was <laughs> oh, at, my okay. guy. <laughs> was, the thing no. about it was like they sat us and then like no one came over. Like we didn't even have yeah. like a drink order in. Yeah. And like we're just sitting there. Like we didn't, we didn't like get loud. We didn't even flag anyone down. We were just sitting there. 
And then, like, the person who ended up being our waitress was waiting on the table, like, right across from us. Like, she was, like, standing in front of us with her back to us. Then the manager comes over, and she sees us just sitting there with the menus and, like, no drinks or anything. And then she kind of, like, starts whispering to me or, like, pantomiming, like, have you not been served yet? And I just, I looked at her, and I shook my head, no, and I mouthed, nope. <laughs> she gave, she gave, she gave Box that, that, that white man a little something, like, are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> But then, shit, we got service. It was yeah. instant. Yeah, she, she was like, she what? pulled. She went and got our drinks. Yeah, she took our order and, and got our drinks. And, and, then, shit. and she's like, I'll go find your waitress. I'm going to find out what's happening. We didn't complain yeah. whatsoever. And so I'm just yeah, like, I, I felt I, better about the situation because we didn't initiate. But you complained that you put Frexer um, X that, like, <laughs> hey, don't you know I'm white? What are you doing? <laughs> She really did. I'm telling you right now, she knows my man. It was like, hold on. This ain't right. Like, I know my man. I, I know I know what power he used. <laughs> that, that privilege that, he'll, that lie, he don't I, use often, but if you have to. I was fucking too. hungry, you know? Like, I, yeah, bro. <laughs> Yo, we ate like fucking kings at Buddy's, man. It was so good. It, there was nothing about that. Every bit of it was delicious. I regret ordering their margarita pizza, though. I don't like it. Yes. Mm. But I'm... I, they just don't season it right. I know what's up with that. I don't pizza. like the the way that they they cube up the tomatoes in such a, sl- a tiny manner. Yeah, I just don't find yeah, it enjoyable was... in the mousefield department. Yeah, uh, we dipping out, and and I notice, and well, well, Box and I both notice this little bakery off in the cut. And Box like, you gonna go? And I'm like, I at least drive by and see if the bakery popping. Well, we couldn't even tell and... if they were open. No, you could not. But then I saw somebody come out that motherfucker. I was like, this got to be open. Go in there. It smells fucking divine. Christine's, 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 whatever uh, bakery in wherever the hell Buddies is at in the middle of 21 and a half mile of Detroit. Uh, how was your cannoli? It was good. Like, I mean, obviously, I ended up eating it like four hours later, so it was like warm at that point. But yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, the brownies, perfect. I've never had a better brownie mm-hmm. in my life. Besides shit mm. I've made myself. So the best brownie I've ever had in my life. The cupcakes, uh, tasty, but nothing to write home about. So that's what's up with that. But again, an amazing brownie. They also had a vegan one that Vanessa really enjoyed. So that all worked itself out. We come home. It's pouring rain in, but we, we you know, we just whipping out and so forth. And we just come home and it's great. And uh, Detroit. I loved it. I love going on road trips. You know what I'm saying in general. I love when I can drag uh, Anthony along with a box. But Next time, I ain't tripping off of it, man. It's just, it's just, it's just a great time to be had. And uh, Buddy's Pizza is, is still just fantastic. It is well worth uh, the the trip. I got a Detroit, uh, tri- Detroit style pizza spot up the down away from me now that I need to probably chime in on. Might do that Monday. I'm off Monday, so I slide over there Monday. I actually got, got the remember, and I can tell you this off the show. But remember how I told you that my one buddy doesn't like the owner there? He explained yeah. to me why <laughs> at dinner on Tuesday. So now I know the answer for you. All right, excellent. Thank you. Is it racism? Because it's got to be racism. Or I, ain't, or I don't give a fuck. Not or uh, you know anything <laughs> gross. Not, not racism and not and nothing sexual. Very good. Then my man ain't did nothing that I'm going that, that's going to offend me. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Pinkies aren't sexual. Oh my god! Basically, that is what it was. That is Detroit. That is us. We all went to Detroit. Bang out. It's great. Great town. I respect the hell out of it. A couple hours, just a few hours away from Ohio. If you are in at least in Northeast Ohio, and I would tell you right now, ride on up there. And if you got people up there, 
go visit him and make him take you to Buddy. It's the kind of place, like the sneaker convention is the kind of thing that like Anthony would like. So yes. I was like, maybe you should think about going to that Chicago one. I'm a, I, I'm going to disappoint you guys real quick. I don't like sneaker conventions because when I was younger and I used to go, sneaker conventions were different. It was like you seen sneakers that you haven't seen before. Or you seen sneakers like that people brought in like, man, I had these since 1986 or something like that. There was a very small bit of that. I'll tell you what my observations of this was. Uh, hold, hold on, let me finish. Okay. The reason I don't go anymore is because it's all about selling now. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I'm not I'm not there to buy shoes. I'm there like you when you go to a convention, like you're there to, to meet people who have similar interests to you. Like mm. I'm not interested in buying your LeBrons that you're marking up an extra hundred dollars because you uh, because they just like it's it's just not what it used to be. Um I got to see them red boots in person. Oh yeah. So that was kind of do they look as crazy in person as they do online? Yes, yes yeah. they do. <laughs> I think we saw three pairs of them there. Yeah, and I saw what I think is that the, them Dior A ones, man. There was mm-hmm. a pair of those oh, I there. Want those so bad. Those are my holy grail. Really? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so how much were those? Um, those they're selling the red boots for. Three fifty. I never looked at prices, bro. Oh, okay, I, so I think they were three fifty. They, they cost three fifty, yeah. but I'm wondering how much. What's the convention Uh-oh. price for? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, bro. Everything that and so what I found interesting about that sneaker con, not to like say I was already kind of walked away from that, but let me let me pull <laughs> back around to the sneaker con was of uh, it was all Nike. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I was. And my hope was this is what I was to see get some Reebok, some Puma, some anything different. It was all Nike. And I'm like, that's just so boring to me. It was all Nike and it was all basically uh, A1s. Yep. And I was like, my two, observ- I would have loved it. My two observations, <laughs> it was all young white kids with their parents' credit cards walking mm. around with wagons and, and duffel bags buying different colorways of Jordan 1s. Ones. Yes. Yeah. And that is the very hypey shoe. I was just talking to um to Carl Tart the other day because um the the new Spider-Man um, animated movie. Oh, I don't like them. I don't oh, like the new ones. They they came out and like I was I, I sent him a um, a link because it was a, it was a shot drop and I'm like did you, he was like did you hit I was like I didn't oh, I didn't hit on sneakers but I never hit on Jordan ones never but I'll hit on Air Max eighty sevens I hit on Air um, Jordan threes and I hit on Jordan fours. They only I very rarely enter, so sorry. Go ahead. It is okay. I I feel like they don't sell that those kind of shoes to me. The market for Jordan ones aren't for forty year old guys. They're for young white dudes with their mother's credit card. And it was I, funny, I, like, I think I think Nike like, knows that because yeah. when you when you join sneakers, they know how old you are. Well, they got your demographics. Well, even like when T and I were leaving the convention, we were in the elevator going down to the parking garage, and uh, I said something. I don't even remember what triggered it, but like we were talking to each other about the convention, and I was just like, yeah, man, the whole convention is just little white kids with their parents' credit cards. And someone in the elevator is like, must have been a vendor, because they're like, isn't that beautiful? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So so let me ask you this, Nick. 
You said um, the Dior ones are your grill. Would you buy a pair mm -hmm. of, um, of replicas? What they what they what they call reps now? Oh, maybe, maybe. I'm not above a replica as long as I know that's what it is. Yeah, I I have my my currently my most valuable shoe. I have a pair of fifteen to fifty um, Nike Dunk off whites. Hmm. Um. I, I just got them the regular way. I did. I got them from um, off sneakers. I got selected to buy a pair, but those shoes are like worth considerably more than I pay for them now. And I'm afraid. Yeah, to I'm not really like a collector. I wear my shoes, so if I'm gonna buy something, I'm wearing it. I wear almost all my shoes. I just haven't worn those yet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm. A, I don't know if I'm a fool. Like, um. I know yeah. how much, especially like he passed away, like uh, Virgil passed away, like a little bit after that. I'm like, I don't think I can ever wear shoes. And I probably Sell will. Em. I probably will eventually. Like, um, but I was. Just I loved those those first Spider Man ones. Yeah, for, from the first, and I have those. Um, but the new ones, I don't really, I don't like them. I'm kind of, but good because I don't have no money. <laughs> That that it's it's always a joy. It's like ah, I wouldn't mind uh, spending that money, but whew, I get to keep two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, the I don't enter a lot of lotteries because I just don't win. Um, I entered for the GGS. Those were dope to me, yeah. but I did not get those. Yeah, those those are um, pretty nice shoes. I know. Um, like they what they, those came out just like like two or three days ago. Mm hmm. I'd have a hard time. Spending like three, four hundred dollars on a pair of shoes because, like, I, I desperately would like to get like some phones. And there were only a couple pairs that, like, T and I didn't go walk around every booth and meticulously inspect everything. But, like, when he was watching the podcast, I did walk away for a few minutes mm -hmm. and I saw a couple of people selling some phones, but like, it was so crowded. And these people had them on like the ground, like, they had laid out like mats and they were selling them off the floor and shit. And, yeah. It, it wasn't like a convenient shopping situation, but then like in my mind, I'd have a hard time reconciling the fact that like I'm spending three or $400 on something that like I'm going to wear that's going to break down over time. Whereas like I can justify spending $185 on a vintage unopened toy because like, as long as I don't fucking damage it, it's just always going to be what it is. It's not going to just gradually degrade like a car would when you drive it off the lot or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't pay three or four hundred dollars for shoes. Uh, I think the the most expensive pair I have are those uh, Miles Morales ones because I I bought them. I paid over retail. Pay like a hundred dollars over retail for them. Um. So for me, I've started looking at le you know less expensive shoes and then save my one big purchase maybe once or twice a year. But yeah. Adidas always has shit on sale. N and D, yeah. one of my favorite shoes, was just on sale for like. 80% or for like 80 bucks. I got a pair of all black NMDs for 80 bucks. Um, I'm good to now because I live here, I guess. New Balance. Yeah. I think they're dope. I have two pair of New Balance, three pair of New Balance, actually. Like, do you like ASIC Tigers? Like, I do. I haven't bought any yet, but I've been looking at them. I think like my next pair of shoes will probably be an ASIC. Because like, I only have like, maybe three or four shoes that aren't models from the eighties. And I love like mm. a Vince's looking shoe. Um, mm -hmm. 
Like, and ASIC Tigers are pretty great. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah, the ASIC Tiger. It's like a, it looks like a soccer shoe, kind of, right? Yeah, like, uh, a a good example of it is what um, Bruce Lee wears in um, Enter the Dragon, those yellow and black shoes are ASIC Tigers. Yeah. Those, um, like, every summer I used to get a fresh white pair of K-Swiss. That was a very Bay Area thing. Like, as soon as spring hit, it was time for a new pair of (laughs) K-Swiss. Well, that was the the shoe of choice in my high school for a lot of the the young men. That's funny. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't, those are the um the Wheaties ones, or are those the Knicks colorway? No, well, I would say they're they're Cavs colorway, but I, I have these made. Um, like, I don't, I haven't really been getting anything, but um, yeah, th- these are the one shoe I'm probably gonna get this year. Well, those I are mean, dope. those are um uh dunks, right? Yeah, these are dunks. Yeah. Um do you have pandas? No, I don't have any pandas. I, but I want I think I want pandas. I have bought two pairs of pandas because I bought um uh, I, I bought some for my partner. She has um the panda highs and lows. I don't I don't I have think any I pandas. want them. They're one of those things where it's like people want to shit on them, but they're great for a reason. And like they every time I go outside, right? Every time I go outside, I see hella people wearing them, and then I'm like, I don't want them, fuck them. And then I'll go outside <laughs> and see somebody wearing something, and I'm like, you know what would have set that fit off? A panda. Dunks are iconic. What what made me so mad about the way dunks are, were being sold is that the fact that dunks were my one of my favorite shoes, and the fact that like years ago. Dunks were like twenty nine ninety nine, and I was like, <laughs> and I could just get get a pair, and, and everything would be fine. And then it's like, oh, you know what you can't get now? You can't get dunks. You can't have a pair at all. Like they were right. just selling out so fast. But um, next time, I, I what, what size? What well, never mind. You, you don't have to say that. I'll I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know people are, uh, actually know. I'm happy to tell everybody my size because I'm gonna tell you this. One time, I posted these shoes I wanted. They were some dunk lows, and yeah. somebody bought them for me. So, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. So, I'm always happy to tell people what my shoe size is, but I'm not gonna tell you where I live. So, I would just prefer if you like cash at me the money to get the shoes if you want to give me some <laughs> shoes. But if we know each other like that, and you see some shoes, like most definitely, I'm a women's ten. <laughs> I, I know that size very well. My um, my friend is getting a divorce. And um, he was a sneakerhead, and his wife are uh, like, is she? Of course, she got into it because she was into it, and now right. they're not together. She is getting rid of some really, really good stuff, and she uh, she's she, a size ten. Oh shit! Can I get a link? <laughs> I, I, if it, I, I will let or you something, I, I will. I will send you. I I was actually thinking about like what what shoes can I get for uh, for my girl because. She right. like she got so much good stuff and she didn't really wear it and like she only bought it because she was with him. Like so she got like hundreds of shoes that she was just like that she had because she was in love at the time. That's crazy. And I don't like so I can't wear heels. I, I just can't. I've never been able to walk in heels. I can walk in like a small heel, but for the most part it it doesn't work for me. So my fashion forward friend was like you can wear sneakers with anything as long as they're clean, as long as yeah. they look nice. 
I, I, I totally. So that's how that. I got into sneakers. <laughs> that's how I got into sneakers. Well, people, this is where I get the I get to hand the reins of my show over to my guests. It's saying, Nick Chu, what the hell you want to talk about today? Well, my niece is also graduating from college um, from Temple in Philadelphia. Nice. So the whole family is going to be in Philly next week. And then we're going to go to New York City for the weekend. So my brother has previously only been to New York City one time, which was two years ago when my niece turned 21. And it was February and cold as fuck. So he was like, (laughs) I really need to go back to to New York City when it's not like snowing and, you know, whatever. Um, So he and I are pretty hardcore baseball fans. Both of us have Yankee Stadium on our bucket list, which oddly enough, as much as I be in New York, I have never been out to the Bronx to Yankee Stadium. Hmm. So we will be going to a Yankee game while we are in New York City. I do have the opportunity to also go to a Phillies game, which would take another ballpark off my list, but I don't know if I really want to do that because the graduation's like super early the morning after the game. Mm. Um, so my mother's coming and she was gonna go home like so the graduation's on like a Wednesday. And we're heading to the city on Thursday. She was going to go home. And then I was like, it's Mother's Day weekend, actually, next weekend. So I te- I called her. I was like, ma'am, <laughs> you realize that you're going to go home with all your children, like children and grandchildren, all of them in one location that you won't be in? She's like, oh, well, you know, my dog. And I'm like, you're a dog? <laughs> Girl, the children that you gave birth to and the children that one of them gave birth to will be in a place. You need to figure that out, ma'am. So she's like, oh, you know, you guys are going to be going out. I'm like, lady, your son is 52 years old. Y'all going to be going to bed together. Like, trust me, it's not like that. And, and even if it is like that, take your ass to the hotel and we'll see you when we get back. So I finally convinced her to stay. So I... um arranged a brunch for us all while the kids are still there and then a baseball game and we'll probably the weather's not going to be that nice unfortunately uh, but we i've also never walked across the brooklyn bridge my brother wants to do that so we're going to do that and then the boys have never been to philly so we're taking them for cheesesteaks so Ooh, big nice. week planned i'm super excited about it philly is uh at least the little section I was in was actually very, very lovely and uh, lots of cool things to see and take pictures of and kind of fuck around mm-hmm. with. So I, I really enjoyed that, my, that part of my, my trip to Philly. Uh, luckily, you, you're already on that side of the coast. Let me tell you something. You come this way to go to Philly, it is crossing the entirety of Pennsylvania. There's too much damn state. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just terrible. It's just so- two hours. It's two hours for me. I could train it. I could bus it. I could drive it comfortably. It's very close. Yeah, where it's like, what do what we say? Like nine and a half hours box from here to there? Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's almost three hours in the car, but on the train, it's two hours. Mm. Yeah. So I really, I, I dig, I dig. I, one, congratulations to your niece. I'm going to say a word up. That's dope. Thank you. I'm very Give proud of her. The owls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's extra fun. I'm glad you get to kick it with your family. It's like nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. get to be with all. It's, uh, it's 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 just rare, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's been a whole year because I went home last year for my birthday. So this is like two weeks shy of a whole year since I've seen the, the whole family together. 
very dope. Hell yeah, I love, I love to hear it, man. But uh, so New York is, you know, saying baseball and so forth and so on. Anything in the in the in the in the realm so, of shows or anything? Yeah, you, so you um, of, uh, Broadway. Are, well. Yeah, probably not. My um, my brother's ex wife, my sister in law, is her son is like obsessed with Hamilton, so she's taking him to Hamilton. And if I could get like a last minute walk up ticket, I'll go. But I've seen Hamilton. I was trying to think if I knew anyone in the show right now so I could like hook him up, but they're not, um, they're still kind of on COVID protocols. They're not really letting people backstage on stage right now. Um, but I'll, I'm still going to text my friend and see like, is there a favor you can call in like a something, see if I can get that figured out. Sure. I would love to see Sweeney Todd. I think Josh Groban is still in it. Um, but that's kind of the, the theater thing that I would like to do while I'm there, but it's really not a theater trip this time. So probably yeah. not. I, was, I, I love hearing about your stories of going to see shows. I, uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, 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 uh st- stage productions, but I don't, appre- I don't know them. Like, you know, like you said, you, you studied this shit, this show. Yeah. This is in you in a way that is, yeah. uh, I actually, not- uh, I actually <laughs> went to a local <laughs> production last Friday. I, would you I was, see? Literally about to, was literally about to say how Box just was, was, went to uh, to go see uh, Little Mermaid, right? Yeah, it was Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. How is it? It wasn't bad. So I, th- it was at a local theater house, and it was um, basically it's it's located at a park that I've gone to hundreds of times to play basketball and volleyball and stuff, but I never stepped foot inside the theater house ever until last Friday. And um, the reason I went is because, like, with everything that had been going on with my health, like, I had been making an effort to do more stuff with my family. And uh, my stepmom was like, hey, we're going to go see – we're going to see Beauty and the Beast this week. But, like, we're going to go see Little Mermaid, like, next month. Do you want to go or whatever? So I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I I agreed to it not realizing it was the second day of the NFL draft. But um, Damn. Yeah, that's fine. So what I was saying was um, – I'd never been inside this theater house before, and I decided to go because spending more time with my family. So, of course, like my sister, uh, well, I have two sisters. The one flaked like she always flakes. You know, it, it is what it is. It's cool. It means I had arm room. And uh, so we go there, and like I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't know how big the place was, what it looked like, nothing. So we get inside the room where the, the seats are at, and it wasn't like small small but it wasn't big either like i think the the auditorium in my high school was bigger than this what's the name of the theater uh the cassidy theater and so uh like we're sitting there and i'm just looking around at the set and everything and then like the president and uh i don't remember the lady's title official title but they come up on stage and they're talking about how um in the programs for the night there's like lists of all the plays they've done over the years and that they want people to vote on their 10 favorites because the next year is going to be the 50th anniversary of the theater. And so they're going to do the plays that people vote for. And uh, they were then, you know, doing the whole like, Oh, we're accepting donations because the lights and all these, you know, various things around the theater need replaced because the place is 50 years old now. And, uh, the lady like starts talking about how they're going to be doing a 50 50 raffle during intermission. And I don't, I don't normally get involved with that, 
But like when she said what she said, I was just kind of like, that's it. She goes, oh, we usually have like a prize of like 120 to 140 dollars and she said it like so proudly like oh you could win that it's so much money and i'm looking around the room and i'm like that's it that's all you're getting i'm like i can get 10 drunk dudes together at a Cavs game to get more than that but okay you know i'm, I'm glad that makes you happy so we watched the first act uh, intermission hits and then like my mom needs to go to the bathroom and i was blocking the end seat of the aisle so I got up and I walked out to the lobby and I was just standing out there looking on my phone, seeing who was getting drafted and everything, just catching up on the draft. And uh, she walks up behind me. And she taps me on the shoulder and she's like, what you doing? And I told her, she goes, oh, I'm in line. Uh, I need to get a pen so I can fill out the, the top 10 place thing. And I'm like, well, you're in the line right now for concessions. I'm like, if you want a pen, you got to step over to the lady doing 50, 50. She goes, oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'll go over there with you. Cause I've been standing there. And hardly anybody was going over that 50-50 raffle. And uh, so I felt kind of bad for them because she seemed so excited with what she said before the show. And she wasn't getting much action. And I know that, like, this money's going to go towards theater repairs and stuff. So I'm like, okay. I walk over there with my mom, and she gets her pen. And then I, I grab my wallet, and I walk up to the lady, and I hand her a $100 bill. Hmm. And I say, I'll take all $100. And she goes, what? And I'm like, yes, I want to buy 150 raffle tickets because it was a dollar per six for five and then 15 for 10. So I was like, yes, I will take all 150 raffle tickets. And she goes, are you serious? And I'm like, yes, I am 100% serious. So then the president, her, and then their helper had to start ripping off lines of 10 and folding them up and tearing them again. <laughs> Count them all, yeah. yeah. So they hand me 10 little stacks of tickets, and I'm like, all right, cool. And in my mind, I'm like, if I win my money back, cool. If not, it goes to a good cause. Because, like, in my mind, cash in my wallet doesn't exist. I treat it like like petty cash. Like, it is what it is. I got that money as a reimbursement from my bowling league that it ended, like, two weeks prior. So it was, like, it was it was basically free money, you know. So we go back into the, the auditorium, and... I didn't realize that they were going to pull the 50-50 raffle at the end of intermission. I thought they were going to do that shit after the show. So I'd already tucked all 10 stacks of tickets into my wallet and put it away. So when I realized what she was doing, I had to go grab my wallet. And then I had to hand out rows of tickets to my family so we could figure out what I had. So then the, like, the lady gets up on stage and she goes, oh, the price tonight is $134. And then I do the mental <laughs> math, and I'm like, oh, cool. If I hadn't given you my money, your price would be a whopping $84 right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I won. And um, so when she came to bring me the money and check to make sure I had the winning ticket, when she leaned in, I was like, hey, just give me my $100 back. You can keep the rest. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Just give me my $100 bill back. We're good. Consider it, you know, a donation. She's like, oh, okay, thank you so much. And she hands me the hundred, and then she dips off because obviously they have to start the play back up. So not, like my mom taps me in the arm. She's like, that was so nice. And I'm like, it's, you know, I'm like I said, if I had lost it, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. You know, it's the least I could do. I was having fun. It's a small theater. You know, I'm not a rich guy, so it's like I can only help in so many ways. So 
I did my little part. And I'm sure they, I'm sure they really appreciate it too. I just looked at their website just to try to get a feel for what kind of theater it was. Mm-hmm. It looks like community theater. Like they probably um, can't <laughs> afford to pay their actors. Yeah. Uh, which is some of the hardest working people on earth, people who work, who do theater for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you did a good thing. Yeah. Like I, I, I enjoyed the show. I thought like a few things were kind of like, mm, like, that's a tech heavy show, especially if you don't have a lot of money as a theater. I could imagine some of that could be a little difficult without a budget. Yeah, like there had to de- there was definitely some imagination involved, but like yeah. but what I'm referring to is like I felt like the lady who was playing Ursula got a little too much audience shine. Like I, her singing was okay, but it wasn't like standing ovation. Okay, like she was getting. I'm like. She must know a lot of people in this room right now. She's so she's probably um the like the diva. She's probably been working at that theater for years and years because mm-hmm. Ursula is one of those parts where you Ursula is the part that I would play. Like you have a like you probably close act one and you've got like yep. another fun song in act two. I love those fucking parts because then I get to the I get to the theater like half hour before the show starts. <laughs> I get to kick it, put on my costume while everybody's on stage, just fucking chilling. Then you just blow the house down right before intermission, go kick it and then come back midway through act two and then for the finale. You literally <laughs> nailed it because she closed out act one and then she had the part <laughs> in act two. Yep, you perfectly said. So she's probably she's probably been there a while. And people in the audience love her, probably. I was really impressed with the guy who played Sebastian. Like his, his accent that he pulled off was was very good. He his movement was very funny and entertaining. He was kind was of, he black? He was a a light skinned black dude, but he was a little rotund in the waist. So like the way he moved and everything had a little bit of a waddle to it, and it added to like the look of like a a, a crab walking around or or whatever, and. Uh, he had kind of like a Cajun accent with it and everything. So, okay. So it, it was very, very entertaining. He was probably my favorite part of the whole thing. It, was he the only black person in the show? No. Um, okay. There, there were a couple others. It was, it was, there was like a lot of, a couple of Latinos. <laughs> Always. There, okay. A couple of black people. Um, a lot of white women. Uh, but, you know. What a white woman. Uh, yeah, so like Sebastian was my favorite part of the play, and then one of Ariel's sisters was one of my favorite parts of uh, Eye Candy. <laughs> the show boo. So whenever I go, I, I go watch a show. I'm like, okay, who's my who's my who's my show bay? There's usually somebody yep. in the ensemble too. I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there, there was like a part near the end when they were doing the last uh, song sequence, and like Ariel's sisters were sat off to the left side of the stage. And I had my eyes locked on the one sister. <laughs> and then, like, she's like, we locked eyes. And I'm like, I'm not breaking eye contact. I'm looking at you and I want you to know it. <laughs> so, some like inside baseball, nice. that's a thing that I, I, that we do on stage too. I'm like, we find my audience back. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a show for him tonight. <laughs> I was, I, I, as we discussed this, I was like, man, box, bro, that could be something you do in your community. Uh, they probably mm-hmm. need somebody just on, on board to help, you know. Who could, like, fix shit? Can you fix shit? They love you that. Got, got, yes, you kind of could. You got enough tools and shit. You actually probably... I'm telling you, man, you, you, you should be. You should probably fuck with that theater a little more. Plus, you probably holler at old girl. So... <laughs> well, I got told my, my mom that, like, I'd be willing to go back, because, like, they were talking about, like, they, they named off the stuff that they're going to be doing, like, for the rest of the year. 
And I don't remember everything they said, but I remember Kinky Boots. Yeah. Kinky Boots. I remember they said uh, Cinderella and Shrek. Yeah. Cuz that like no shade, Daniel. You remind me of like backstage people, like tech people. Some mm-hmm. of the coolest motherfuckers that I've ever met are like tech people. Um, and like I, I always find them wherever I go because they're usually wearing all black and smoking <laughs> cigarettes. <somewhere. laughs> I was going to see um, Jagged Little Pill mm-hmm. and there was a group of people standing by the stage door. And right when I walked by, they were like half hour. I was like, thank you, half hour. And then as soon as I passed them, the girl goes, one of us. <laughs> y'all all got the little sub language. Y'all speak to one another, and I think it's so dope. You know mm-hmm. Thank you, five. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love you. But like I said, I, I, as, as we were discussing, I'm, I'm pretty hyped that you get to go just kick it with your people. Get go get hit some of the best cities on the East Coast and uh, chill with your family and stuff. I'm, I'm glad you convinced your mother to go. <laughs> I'm sorry that it, she it was took tripping. convincing. You know what I'm saying, but. Yeah, she was tripping. Grown. My mama, my mama had a chop up with me the other day that made it sound. I was like, "Oh, why are you telling me this? Don't say shit like that." She's like, "I'm, you know, I'm just getting older. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to, you know, come back." I'm like, "Don't, don't say shit like that to me." <laughs> Stop that. She then quickly <laughs> changed it. She's like, "Well, wait a minute. I am about to get my passport, and I want you to take me up to Toronto." I'm like, "Worry not. Exactly. That's going down." So she quickly One changed of the things. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, no. I'm just. I just have to. Ch- Mamas be wilding, man. <laughs> That's all it come down to. Man. <laughs> the thing about this whole experience, though, that I found interesting, and like T and I talked about this on the way to Detroit, was I didn't realize that, like, like you know, growing up, I didn't grow up in the theater. Like, I didn't do plays and, and stuff like that. Like, I had to like read like Stations of the Cross or Catholic School, and and like we I had to do that shit too. Yeah, we would we did a couple things like when I was in like elementary school, but like I didn't do high school productions and all that stuff, and I didn't go to college for theater and everything. So I had no idea how the ecosystem of the theater life works. So it's like in my mind, I'd always hear like, "Oh, this plays on Broadway," and we have a playhouse here, like our main playhouse where like the big shows come through on their tours and whatnot. The tour, it's a tour stop. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I had no idea that, like, these little community theater houses existed, and they're essentially, like, single-A ball for, like, baseball developmental, and then, like, you got majors, and, like, I didn't realize that all this existed until, like, just a week ago, you know? And you have some community theaters that, like, God love them, but it's crap. Waiting for Guffman. You, I've worked at those type of places, too. We did a theater in a place that was, like, a in a strip mall. We were in a storefront. It was god-awful. But I got to play some parts that I probably will never, ever get to play. And then, when I stopped doing theater for free, I would do more, like, mid-size, st- mis- mid-size where I wasn't necessarily getting a weekly paycheck, but, like, a stipend. So, the more... Uh, money a place has they can afford to pay actors some of them get a couple of union contracts so you can have like one to four actors in there who like make their living as an actor which also brings up your production quality and how much you can charge for tickets and then you've got your like full-on equity houses and then you've got tour stops and then like broadways like regional theater all that it was funny because like the guy who played uh king triton they were talking about how he was like a retired law attorney or some shit like that. So it's not like theater was his main job. It was like, it just his hobby. That's the best part about community theater. Like I used to do shows with people who were like dentists and lawyers and mm-hmm. shit like that. And then just like in their free time, they would come and do a show because it rehearses in the evening. So anybody could do it. Hmm. 
it that was like uh like you guys were talking about Tom Hanks earlier. Like um if I'm not mistaken, John Goodman would uh come to Cleveland and do community theater because that was like one of the big bigger places back then. Like yeah. um probably not community theater, because once you are in a union, you can't work for free anymore. You have to you have to have a contract. Really? Because mm-hmm. so cur- I joined Actors Equity Association, it's a stage actors union, and I owe them like fifteen hundred dollars. But I don't work regularly as an actor, so I was I just called them like I'm not giving you this money. And he was <laughs> like, okay, well we can we can cancel your membership, but if we catch you working non ec, then we're gonna revoke your your membership or whatever. So if I tried to do a show right now without a, an equity contract, I would get in trouble or I would have to use an alias or whatever. That was one of the things too, that was fascinating about it was before the show, the president was very adamant in a, a begging way of please do not take pictures or video and put it yeah. online because our licensing agreement for this play does, not, does not include that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And when you get into a place where you have professional actors, it is against their contract to be recorded. They can only do one archival recording of the show, which is how we got that Hamilton. They did it three times, but I'm sure they had some special deal or whatever. But you're basically only allowed to do one archival recording that doesn't get reproduced or or anything like that. So, yeah, it's pretty strict. I use that uh, at work sometimes and I don't feel like being on camera like I'm in the union. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I cannot. It seems it seems like there's a lot of rules to just keep people down in a way. Like it, it yes, kind of. Like it for the longest time in the Bay Area I didn't join the union because I got more work as an actor not being in the union because there were so few theaters that offered equity contracts and they would hire people from New York people even that no one had really heard of but just to have like a New York actor in the show Mm -hmm. to sell tickets so it was hard to work as an equity actor in the Bay Area actually my hometown hero my homeboy James Iglehart he won the Tony he created um the genie in Aladdin on on Broadway he like left home and was working more in the Bay Area than when he lived there. Once he moved to New York, he was back. He was back home a ton. Not that he wasn't working. He was the king of of East Bay Area theater. But like he did like the Whiz off Broadway and then blew up at home and then obviously blew up. Bruh. I'm at the, well, of course, I'm going to have you back because you're my own girl, but I want, I want a full rundown of all these things that you can care to share. That just seems like a, that's a good time to be and something good to it, learn it's about. It's such a fascinating yeah. world. Like that, like I yeah. think the majority of us people that like aren't in that life just don't have any idea about. And I love a, a community theater. I did a production of Spam a lot at a community theater in North Carolina. It was a great quality production, the production of Aida that Reggie and I were just talking about on the show. That was a community theater. So there's like really great, com- really great theater at all levels. You just have to go and support it and find it. Cause nine times out of 10, they're running on a shoestring budget. Usually actors are the last people to get paid. They'll pay a director. If there's a musical, they'll pay musicians. A lot of actors are volunteering their time, but they're so passionate about the work that they'll do it for free. There you go, folks. Look what you just learned. <laughs> That's wild out here. It is uh, getting late, which means I'm not going to give you all three of these ever assholes. But I'm going to offer them up to y'all, and y'all can decide which one of these three you think is the hottest. 
Hmm. Each week we head to the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? Uh, we read some Am I the Assholes. We decide if they're an asshole in our mind and uh, we go from there. It's a delight. We was doing it before that shit was cool. I still do it now. <laughs> I must always make that point. <laughs> now the whole internet be doing it. I'm like, well, I was doing it first. Jeff so-and-so's. So here are your options. Am I the asshole for telling my mom and stepdad my dad doesn't owe them or their kids anything and they are teaching my half-siblings to be just as entitled as they are? Option is option one. Option two. Am I the asshole for telling my wife not to talk to my dad, but I will continue to? <laughs> <laughs> and this one was deleted, but they do have the original text it, uh, available to, to, to read, and that is Am I the asshole for inviting my mother and stepdad to my first apartment and breaking as many of his old rules as I could while they were there? Oh, <laughs> not, the, not the asshole! Like those last two like sound, uh, sound like fun. Yeah, yeah, we could do both of them if y'all uh, don't mind. I don't. Ever asshole for telling my telling my wife not to talk to my dad, but I will continue to. A month ago, my oldest turned sixteen. For his sixteenth birthday, the plan was to let him skip school, get to the DMV when it opens, take the driving test go on a small road trip to be back around when school gets out and then all go out for family dinner on the weekend would be his celebration with his friends. Skipping school for the DMV was planned in advance, but the road trip was a surprise. A few days before the road trip, my wife asked me to take our three-year-old son with me that day. I said, I wasn't taking a toddler to the DMV. That place is a cesspit. Also, the road trip is for additional driving practice before we he's able to drive unsupervised. A toddler distracting him is not a good idea. Well, but my wife said she wanted the day to herself. And if I wasn't willing to take our toddler, the birthday stuff needs to be moved to the weekend so I can. I said I would take our toddler to work with me the next day, but our oldest birthday is his day. So he's the priority. She got angry and said, She's made a hundred sacrifices for our kids and saying he, she, she isn't a priority. Not what I said is disgusting. It was a big fight. My son's birthday. She texted me that I'm an asshole multiple times at the dinner. She was in a bad mood after everyone ate. My dad asked us all to go out to the parking lot. He handed the keys to his car to my son saying he was getting a new one. He also said he would continue to pay the insurance for a year. My wife asked if I knew about this, and I didn't. She didn't believe me. My wife has called and texted my dad multiple times asking if he's going to do this for all our kids, saying oh. he shouldn't have done this without asking. Oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> he shouldn't have done this without asking us first and telling him if he can't do this for all the kids, he needs to take the car back. Eventually, he told her to shut up and stop bothering him. <laughs> my wife told me that I need to stop talking to my dad. She, oh, she said he used offensive language. He he texted, "Stop being, stop bothering me, woman," which she says is sexist toward her, and I need to support her. I said she needs to stop talking to my dad, not me. I'll support her not talking to him. My wife said I'm disrespecting her that I won't listen when she said when she says she needs help and let my family treat her poorly. I think she's creating the situations herself. She looks for a, off offense and then finds it. Am I the asshole? 
Mm. Is this person an asshole for not taking his wife's side in her beef? Slight, if ever, with no. his dad? No. Yeah. The dad is the asshole for doing something like that without talking to the parents first. Um, but she doesn't, there's more, there's so much more that they never tell you when they write these fucking things, because this cannot be the first time that she's felt like he chose his family over her for her to be this mad off of this one time. I don't think in this instance, he is the asshole. Um, cause her dad, his daddy could have been like, shut up, bitch. Now that's a different situation. Woman, I don't find that offensive, but if you keep on repeated, repeatedly texting me and I'm telling you not to, I don't know what I'm going to say. Here's, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Here's some things that developed as I read through this. They have six kids. Mm. Jesus Christ. Because they kept trying to have, okay. They, they did have a daughter. But she's developmentally disabled, and they want and her and his wife wanted another daughter, so they kept trying. It just didn't work out. Five boys. Oh, she's an asshole. I want. I want a, another five daughter. Boys. Mm. This one's not good enough. Yeah, five boys. One. Girl. Ain't that what Star Lord got in trouble about? <laughs> so that that is a uh, one thing. So I'm not. So I'm, I don't. I don't disagree with you, Nick. That it's probably some like this is probably some other shit going on here. But six kids. She probably do need a break, but it's weird for her to be like, I'm gonna take a break on my son's birthday. Like, what did the oldest boy do to you to deserve that? Also, like, how what are how close in age are the children? Because one sixteen and one three, that's crazy. Yeah, because like, what if there's a really huge age difference? The dad might could do it another time, or you know, (laughs) like it's just if she had like a set of twins and kids 18 months apart and just was expecting to be buying cars rapidly and back to back then like I don't know I feel like somebody helping you I just I guess I was raised different I would be a little bit upset about such a huge decision without consulting me as a parent and that would be a boundary discussion we would have to have but I don't know that I'm gonna let my husband text blow my mama text messages up (laughs) for some shit that I could talk to her yes. about. <laughs> Trying to find yeah, you there. Um, it is weird. Like, um, and I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say that off off the air. I, I, but um, you never know like somebody else's situation. He had it to give at the time. Exactly. Y'all got six more kids, you know. That shit. That mean that shit's not gonna be the same. Like, you know, he's grandpa. Grandpa's life expectancy, uh, probably. <laughs> you know, it's grandpa. It's in grandpa range. He gives what he can mm-hmm. give at the moment. Like, um, and like, I mean, he, that, that's true. Yeah, but like, even with your kids, mm-hmm. when I have stuff for them. I ask you if it's okay first. Yes. And yeah. Like um and I and I know uh, like we talked about on the previous episode on on Anthony's birthday Emery gets a present. On Emery's birthday Anthony gets a present. But a car is something different. Like and usually even then on their birthday, you know, Emery ain't getting nothing bezeled out on Anthony's birthday. He getting something okay, but he ain't getting like like look, Anthony's getting 
birthday presents. You get like, this is really cool, but you only got one. Like after you might get four things or, and you might only get one or two, like, and not to mention another car. If that, if that, if that kid's old enough, that's helping out the household. Like, Hey, he can make runs. He can actually watch his brother or, or, or pick kids up. Like take him to school yeah. or something. Yeah. Like you, his wife was kind of bullshitting a little bit. Like, um, you know, and like, there's nothing to say too that like the car doesn't last, and then they just pass it down, like maybe to the next kid or something. Exactly. Exactly. That's like something that the, the father had said at some point throughout the, these comments. Can say, like, unlike a lot of these, I'm an assholes. This guy has been here in here commenting to other people's, uh, you know, questions they've had for him. So I'm like, okay, guy, I see you. Because some people just be in here, they they am an asshole and run. Like I ain't going nowhere. Uh, one lone pink comment. <laughs> from a paranoid ex-boyfriend is this person's name and he mm. said we don't know if her boyfriend is available on any of the other days because basically people were trying to say she must want it that day because she can go see another man and then they found out he, she, they got six <laughs> kids and so forth and so on he's like nah bro she ain't seeing no other man with I mean, six kids I mean if she got six kids she got that snapper so who knows <laughs> <laughs> do it still snap after six I mean <laughs> something going on I know that I know the vagina is a resilient, mystical land. I mean, she ain't got six kids for no reason. Like, she she got something going on. Maybe it's pull out game week. For sure. I mean, that could be where she could cook and stay good afterwards. Something going on. He's leaving game. No, on point. (laughs) (laughs) Or they could be in one of those toxic relationships where they, every time they make up. Make up. One more more pink comment. This is. Wait, I have a question. What is the significance of the pink? So, comment? so pink comments are comments that are in 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 Reddit that have been given multiple awards and have been blown up and basically got lots of likes and stuff like that there. And so, basically, it means they've said something poignant and or important to the cause. And in this case, I'm going to read you another one. So, I, so when we do these, I'm saying I read the pink comments. Normally, I read all of them, but sometimes they get a little too uh, out there and in the woods. So, I'm going to give you this one of the on this one. And this is uh, from uh, Vine Gargirl <laughs> seven five seven. <laughs> always try to get people. I always try to credit these people with they work. I was looking for this comment because that was my gut instinct too. My mother used to pull this crap all the time. One birthday, I planned on just getting lunch with my brothers. My mother threw a fit and demanded that she needed to go shopping, and my brothers and dad had to go with her. Got to get those sales. No one called or let me know. I was stood up on my twenty fifth birthday. Not the asshole, but I'm going to guess this isn't the first time your wife has needed to be the center of attention. Good or bad, Hmm. messed up Hmm. plans for her needs. Your son is getting more independence and privileges as he gets older. And narcissists, people be too loose with that shit. Let me let you know that. Uh, Frequently feel the need to exert control or punish in these kind of scenarios. As for the car, my grandmother grandmother also gave me her old car. My mother then sold it to another relative. Never saw the money from that. I brought another car and then she so stole it. She was always petty and jealous if something was wasn't about her or if she didn't get something, especially if she didn't get the best of something. I didn't bother again until I was in college and had internships lined up. Keep an eye on your wife and provide some support to your son. I'm guessing that this has been going on longer than you realize. This to have this is the problem with Reddit. To be just out here making up stories in their mind. You have no idea what this woman is going through, and you have just decided based on 
this one little bit of information, then that means she must be a narcissist who's out to hate on her son and his whole life. Hate is gone. And apparently, hella people were like, and got all kinds of awards and rewards and so forth and so on. I'm just like, y'all got to share with that kind of shit. That's the problem with they Reddit be full of motherfuckers diagnosing disorders that don't that didn't exist or need to be even stated about. And we always have to point that out. You know, I think Reddit is like the dark web. I'm scared to I, go on, on Reddit. There. My main, the main <laughs> thing I do on Reddit is, is basically hip hop vinyl. It's a delight. It's just motherfuckers talking about records and uh, analog pocket, which is this uh, Game Boy kind of type thing I got, and I'm always hit finding out what to do some new shit with it. So that's basically what I'm on Reddit for. And and we come to do Emmett. I'm like, I don't even follow Emmett asshole. I am. Mm. I, come, I get some Emmett assholes for the show and uh, whatever. But I don't. <laughs> this is not a place I regularly hang out at. It's a little too too much funk for your boy. The other one, another asshole for inviting my mother and stepdad to my first apartment and breaking as many of his old rules as I could while they were there. Like I said, this one got deleted, but the other, the original text is available. And of course, you know it'll be in the notes. You can you can go read it. I, 24 female, got my first ap- apartment without roommates a couple of months ago. I finally got my stuff settled in last month and decided I'd invite my mom and stepdad over to celebrate me having my first home. I should bring up, however, that I hate my stepdad's guts and always have. <laughs> my stepdad came into my life less than six months after my dad died when I was six. He was the classic gruff, stoic stepdad who never smiled and seemed to think that affection was a waste of time. He enforced a ton of very strict rules, many of which he admitted he didn't have a reason for apart from enforcing discipline. I wasn't allowed to listen to any music he didn't approve of or like, which ended up being most music I liked. I wasn't allowed to have any friends over. I wasn't allowed to wear anything that showed my shoulders, thighs, or stomach. No, nobody was allowed to have the TV on during dinner. These are just a few of the rules we had. He doesn't drink or allow anyone in the house to drink, even me after I was 21. On the suggestion of one of my best friends, I decided to turn dinner into a chance to show him he can't control me anymore. Show I break as many rules as I could. I invited said friend to come to dinner as well. I warned them in advance we'd have extra company. So I wore a crop tank top and this skirt that's three <laughs> inches away from being a mini skirt. I bought some wine for myself and my friend and my mom. I had the TV on for all of dinner, as well as the as the song I always loved that I could never he would never let me listen to. It's not a pro- inappropriate. It doesn't even have lyrics. He was visibly uncomfortable the entire time, but didn't make any comments beside. You really need to figure yourself out. My mom said nothing, <laughs> and even had some of the wine, but called me the day after. She said I was being petty, and I should have just let bygones be bygones or stop speaking to him. I plan to do just that. But first, I want to show him how he doesn't own me. Is this person an asshole? I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Yeah, I mean, in in the grand scheme of things, um, this gets to Anthony Rue. Yes, you're an asshole. For not being an asshole. But at the heart of it, you knew you were being an asshole. You're being cheeky. Okay, there we go. Not actually the hoe, just the cheeks. You were being cheeky. You're being a cheeky little um little something. Like you knew what you was doing. Like, you know, he said he sounded like a real churchy dude. Like, no, I wanna I want you to not wear long skirts. I want you to uh um, 
or short skirts. Probably, probably wanted to wear long skirts. Yeah. Uh, I'll, you can't watch All in the Family while we eating dinner. Watch it after. <laughs> um, you know, so she she knew the person knew they were being an asshole, but you know, they just wanted to taste a, taste some just desserts a little bit. Uh, when I read this, not an asshole, kind of petty, but not an asshole. So when I read this, I was like, "Yeah, you're you're an asshole. This is this is literal asshole <laughs> behavior. What you've done here mm-hmm. is an asshole." <laughs> and clearly, you know, what I'm saying he is rent free in your head this whole damn time. Yes, mm-hmm. he won. Yeah, he won. He, he, certainly, he did. And I'm like, and I guess going forward, maybe not no longer. But bruh, he he really had you wrapped up, didn't he? And Doing this, I guess, made you feel. Hopefully, it made you feel better, and hopefully, it made made you close that that part out, and so forth and so on. But yeah, you're it's an asshole thing to do. Doesn't make you. A- you know <laughs> what? I switch sides. <laughs> I, I switch sides. I agree with you, T. Because now look at the position you put your mother in. Yeah. Like, you could just not have him over. To me, that's the the win. Like, guess what, motherfucker? This is my house. I do what I want in here, and you can never come. Yeah. Or maybe just not do every single thing on the list. <laughs> right. At once. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, like sprinkle them in like one at a time or something. Like, also, Monday it's okay short skirt. Not, it's okay to not have the TV on during dinner. Maybe we can talk. Right. Like, did you die? Look at you. You have your own apartment. You seem pretty successful in life. Like, did the discipline kill you? Send him your therapy bill then. Well, and, and in the story here, she, the the dude didn't even pop off about it. Like he probably said something to the to the wife when they left, but like she makes it sound like he just took it and didn't fight her about it. He made the one little comment, but like didn't try and like talk her out of it. Didn't like grill her about it. Like he was actually pretty pretty chill about it. She makes it sound exactly. So this just kind of really enforces that she was just being an asshole. He was like, that was a crazy shit Nancy was doing at that the apartment, huh? Alright. That's probably exactly what it was. It probably was no more than that to him. Like I said, it's one of the situations where it's like, you thinking about him every damn day, he ain't thinking about you at all. Did you see that? She's on drugs? What's wrong with her? Yeah, what's wrong with her? Yeah. <laughs> well, she- isn't that the way like kids and young people are, though? It's like, you try to t- teach them one thing and they try to rebel and they go the complete opposite direction. And then something bad happens, and they go, "What? You you were right." Yeah, trust me. I I I, I have a teenage child who just okay. Like it's regularly me saying, "All right, well, when that comes back around, you know <laughs> what I said." All right, there we go. Yeah, we keep him up fucking moving, man. As long as the parents are well intentioned, I get like some of these things are a little extreme, like not having friends over, like. Okay, that's a little radical, but like I don't know, friends you know, be on some just, bullshit, uh, especially. Um, <laughs> Like, I I know my my son's only eight, but his son his one of his friends be on some bullshit constantly, and <laughs> that's the friend he liked the most. And I'll be like, that he be telling me like, oh, such and such did this. I'm like, oh my god, that is why would why why are you still friends with this little dude? This little <laughs> dude, like um, is, is your son Gus and his friend Sean? <laughs> no. But my, my, I was, I was say, um, I don't know, I don't know. I, I just feel like he's not quite on that level, but he just be doing little shit that I be wondering, like, man, why are you friends with him, Anthony? Come on, man. 
<laughs> but just, you, just, I, you, leave it, you let it be. I mean, as best you can. I do. Don't worry. It'll it, it'll 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 run its course, or he gonna make that other boy all the better. You want to know something crazy though? I was that I was the bad friend that everybody had. I Maybe, feel like I have known you for a long time. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that warmly um uh, has my 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 place in my character, but all right. <laughs> You was a you was a much louder younger man, and as time has gone on, you've much you you've chilled chilled so far out, and that's just growth. That's just you being a, a, an older person who who has lived some life. That is true. <laughs> there but, you uh, go. Yeah. That is this week's some of the assholes. I hope you enjoyed them. I always do, and uh, that's what's up with that. Uh, in the realm of entertainment this week, uh, see, I wrote it down. Of course, Ted Lasso. God, I love that show so much. And then I, 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 for some stupid reason, read a little bit of Twitter this morning, and people was having a fit about that. I was like, "It was Ted Lasso ever good? I hate this no. shit now." I was like, oh, no. "What? Off, you wild!" <laughs> Especially these, like, like I said, it's been like three straight bangers. Bangers, so, yeah. Like, nah. T, T logged into Apple Plus on my TV for me when he dropped me back off from Detroit on Saturday night. Oh, so you can watch now. So, so about 10 o'clock at night on Saturday, after I've been in a car all day, <laughs> I stayed up and watched three episodes of Ted Lasso, went to bed, got up the next day, and then watched the next four episodes of Ted Lasso. <laughs> so the only episode I have not seen is the one that just came on last night. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Oh, it's so good, y'all. Y'all let me know what y'all think after y'all watch it, please. Uh, Grand Crew uh, wrapped up a season two. Uh, uh, they did so good. <laughs> season two was so fucking good. It truly, truly was. Uh, I love that show. Uh, my homeboy is in that show, so that's you know words of Carl's heart. So, but in general, I truly enjoyed the show even without him. And uh, and and the writers on that show do such a good a good deal. Phil August, uh, who is, uh, runs that show, is so, does such a good job. It's dope. And I'm hoping we get a season three. I'm hoping we get a, a full a full order, and so we can get like you know a 22 episode run, and not these little these little mm-hmm. tens. But I'll take the ten. If that's all you're gonna give me, trust me, I'll take it. With this writer strike though, it's a little bit of a lot yeah. going on. So I don't I don't pay for the ad free version of Peacock, mm-hmm. so you can call me cheap on that. But when I I logged into my Peacock account at my parents' house, so my dad can watch Monk, and like my stepmom can watch whatever she wants. Yeah. But when I'm over there, sometimes we'll watch something together. And when the Grand Crew commercials come on, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you don't, you should fuck with Grand Crew. Uh, I, 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 find, I watched the Abbott uh, finale. It was very good. Abbott. Abbott. Oh, that's good. Season, so respect due to them. Uh, I know it's that might be in trouble. Yeah, this, like I said, this writer strike is about to really just fuck up some commas. I'm telling you right now. Every show is yeah. in trouble. Yeah, man. What I like whenever like the, the writer strike stuff happens, like give give it give what you can. Like I, I, you know, do do you. But whenever I hear that shit, all the thing I can ever think about is how the old writer strike from like 15 years ago fucking ruined heroes. Yes, and I'll never I'll never forgive them for that. Girlfriends, <laughs> girlfriends. So many, so many finales and other things that were just just because these these. Titans of industry refuse to come out of their pocket a little bit. And I'm not joking when I tell you so a little my, bit. 
So, like, my partner is an actor. He does, like, film and TV. You know people don't get residuals anymore? Yeah, mm. that's because it's one of the things they're fighting for in this in this situation. I my my homegirl's husband, my like sorority sister, her husband like bought a car, put a down payment on a house, like lived off of residuals. He got he did a Saturn commercial that was national. Lived off them residuals for like ten years. He was eating off of them. Yeah. So basically, streaming services don't pay residuals to writers and or actors. They 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 basically do just deals, which has never been how TV has ever worked. And because right. now every TV station you know owns a streaming service, they just like, no, I ain't paying you no residuals, but I'm going to show everything you ever worked on over and over again forever. And that just can't be how this functions. And it won't. And it won't. When it comes down to it, they're going to come out them pockets eventually. <laughs> so... Like I said, and, and especially because I read today that uh, all the other uh, various guilds and associations are are talking about just joining in with this strike. So SAG, mm-hmm. AFTRA, and uh, the Directors mm-hmm. Guild, the Producers Guild, and stuff like that is also like, oh yeah, we probably it's probably about that time to get this streaming shit in check and in order because we don't let it be. Initially, when it was this the contract was written, it was basically the streaming was YouTube. There was no mm-hmm. other options. And so now there are so many options. In fact, streaming is just basically the way it's done now that all these things have to be addressed. And so if you love Grand Crew and you love Abbott Elementary and you love Black Lady Sketch Show and you love Ted Lasso, all these shows, all these things are written by Guild and Union writers. They're acted in most of the time by, you know, Guild and uh, Union actors and so forth and so on. And make sure they get their dough. So you speak, Joe. Speak out there and helping people and people out, man. T, do you watch Blind Spotting? No, tell me about that. What is this on? Um, so Blind Spotting, I think it's on uh, Stars, but it was a movie with uh David Diggs and Raphael Casal. David was also in Hamilton. Yeah. He also is on what is it called? Uh, he was on um, Blackish. Some- he played the brother on Black. Yes, he was Bo's brother, but he's on some other show that's like futuristic kind of on Amazon Prime. Okay. David's dope. Um, he, so there was a movie a handful of years ago about this kid in Oakland who gets pulled over by the cops. And it, it's very theatrical. Mm-hmm. There's like, because they're theater people. So the, the movie is very theatrical. The show is same premise, but you know, episodic and there's always a a, a magical <laughs> realist element to each episode but it's set in Oakland so there's like a sideshow that turns into a ballet or some shit like that but it's a pretty good choice uh, ja- my partner was actually on a, on he's on a couple of episodes of that. Uh, Jasmine Cephas Jones is the, the lead on that show yes, she's the lead and, which is Ron Cephas Jones daughter um, from uh, This Is We <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony Ramos' ex fiance, I guess. I oh, think he got caught cheating. Oh, I did not they know that. Do. <laughs> yeah, they got together doing during Hamilton. Lord, saw smile hit cheating. Oh, Picard! I told you I was going. I was going to watch Picard. I got. I went all the way through it, all of it. And my and I sat and talked to my mama. I can't. I, I went to get my kid from practice, and end up sitting in the driveway talking to my mama for a good forty five minutes about Picard. Because me and her, like I said, used to watch uh, Next Generation when I was little. Well, younger, I definitely wasn't little. 
And uh, <laughs> so we chopped it up about Picard for almost an hour, and I loved every bit of it. I loved every bit of Picard, and I loved talking to my mama about it. And it was so so dope just to sit and chop it up with her about it. And uh, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4, I'm playing on Xbox still because it's my shit. And Zelda come out next week, and that'll probably be what breaks me away from uh, <laughs> from Resident Evil 4. Uh, what y'all watching? What y'all reading? What y'all- oh, uh, I finished Last Ronin. So uh, Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. Wow. So good, and I'm I'm and they're supposedly making a video game out of it. I'm excited about that ideal. We'll see if it plays out like uh, the book does. But uh, I got the trade back. I just haven't opened it yet. Yeah, yeah. When you get through with that, you let me know what you think on that. Uh, yeah, you should probably read uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Run. Like I said, I got my copy off of Libby, read right through it, and returned it after I read it, so no one had to wait. <laughs> <laughs> You should be getting down with that. But again, what y'all watching, reading, listening to, so forth and so on, what has your interest? Uh, I watched another season and a half of Psych. Nice. Uh, like I said, I, I got caught up on Telesso, but now I'm an episode behind. Uh, caught up on Demon Slayer, which is an anime. The new episodes come out on Sundays. And, uh, you know, wrestling. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I love Psycho, man. I'm, I'm, I know. It's probably my favorite television show. Like, it's just so good. Yeah, you 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 definitely got uh, got me to start watching it. Um, so originally, or again? No, originally, like back in the day, you uh, you told me about mm-hmm. it. Uh, currently, as far as um, listening or reading um, on Libby, I'm listening to the Son of Soliman. By Eric Jerome Dickey, um, mm. I, you know, one of my favorite writers of all time. I actually got to meet him back in the day, which was fun. Um, rest in peace to him. Um, I'm watching Mythic Quest on Apple. I'm watching um, Very good show. Uh, Young Sheldon, <laughs> the 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 last <laughs> season they have on uh, on um, on Paramount. Um, I'm still playing Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, like I'm just, I'm just taking my sweet time fishing and um, uh, hunting stuff, and you know, discovering like so much of the game is like I played so fast because I wanted to play something else, not realizing like all the different elements I I could have had and things that like random happenings that could have happened, like. Um, a small detail is like <clears throat> in the second camp, a dog like comes. I the dog didn't ever come um the first time I played. And like um <laughs> like I go pet him and stuff, and you know, it's it's just it's such a great game. There's so much to do. Um like I, I watch like YouTube videos about it all the time, and um like people are still playing it very actively. And um I think I think that's it. Um, I might have watched a documentary on, on on Canopy or something like that. Other than that, but that was it. Nicole, what you up to? Um, a million little things. Just finished series. Oh, uh, great little show. At first, it was like not parenthood, not parenthood, uh, not this is me. <laughs> it was like the other, the other network's answer to this is, this is us. But I ended up really just loving the show. Romani Malco, yeah. it plays a, a good 
black brother who has a really cute relationship with his father. I'm pretty sure it's a great show. I'm pretty sure my boy from Psych is in that. Yeah, he was the lead. Yeah, Gary. I don't know Psych, but yeah, Gary. Um, and then I'm watching Beef, and it just got weird, <laughs> so I don't know if I'm gonna finish it. Yes. Um, I, I'm. We're we're supposed to be watching that. I stopped watching it because. Um, yeah, but I, I I listened to the like the spoil uh, movie review. Uh, no, no, that's is when they uh, watch um uh, this too much. Uh, when Rod and uh, yeah. Rossi did, I'm I'm very interested in it now. But would you? It got weird in a way that I don't know that I like. Okay. I'm gonna just say that, and that dude, the David Cho dude, he's in every episode. He's like a integral piece of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, what, however, you feel about that is just if that is an important thing to you. I feel what, like what, so, what, that's the thing that should be what said. Did David Cho do? Um, he made a really disgusting rape joke oh. on several podcasts, and then he said that um it wasn't a real story he fabricated the story so he didn't actually do anything illegal he's just made a very tasteless Mm. joke several times and he and and the person that he victimized in his story was a black woman there's no bueno yeah so i don't know if i'm ever watching beef it's not because i'm like fuck that dude i just i don't know if it's, it's I mean, yeah it's, I don't, I'm, it's not to that level it's not the, it's not to that level for me but he's like not that good of an actor there you go so and he's and he's on and he's in every episode like every episode uh i i don't believe in that whole like let's tank the show because a dude that did something we don't like is in it. I think that's total fucking bullshit. I think Ali Wong and Steven Yoon are acting their asses off. It just it just took a turn that's not to my taste. I'm not I don't have like a moral stance against the show or whatever. I'm uh super excited a season of Jewish matchmaking just <laughs> dropped on Netflix. Someone's talking about it on Twitter today. What's up with that? It's new yeah, it's new. I'm a huge fan of Indian matchmaking, so let's go. Um, Netflix, Netflix reality shows. I don't watch them all, but the ones that I do watch, I'm gang gang. Like Married at First Sight is on Lifetime, but the Netflix, um, what is it called? Love is Blind. That's my shit. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding this most recent season. And somebody from the past season is like suing the show. Now it's all over my damn TikTok. Like the love is blind drama and mess. I'm I'm way into that shit. Have, have you watched um, And then I, I watched about 20 seconds oh. of that show and I found the premise to be utterly disgusting. <laughs> and I don't understand. I don't know. This is a real, it might've been a 30 rock show. It's a, it's a, it's a real show that they talk about. I think it's disgusting. It's a bunch of women and their sons. And the women are dating each other's sons. No. <laughs> it's filthy. No. I, they talk about it a lot on um on My Mama Told Me. And I was like, I I have never seen it before, but it's on Discovery Plus. I'm like No, and I watched some trash and I'm not I was disgusted. I watch all the like 90 day fiance, that whole universe. I'm all about that. Um, but this was just a bridge too far for me. Um, especially 
watching Seeking Brother Husbands, which is TLC's answer to Seeking Sister Wife. <laughs> Seeking Brother Husbands, well. Get into it. And um, podcasts, there were a bunch of clips of these two like older white ladies just like complaining about shit. And I went and found their show. It's called I've had it. And it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) It's amazing. It's my newest podcast. Oh my God. I think the 30 rock joke was milf Island. I mean, pretty close to the, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Good gracious people. That is. Here, let me check one little email before we uh, step out of here. Make sure anybody not email me. Oh, but uh, I, I do have to, of course, give shouts out to uh, our 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 uh, the homie April who uh, pulled something off our Amazon list and sent a new, which is necessary because the other one broke. Now reaching the drawer and pull it out. New as in, I have not even properly unwrapped this bitch yet. I. You can't kind of see it, but that is the tripod, and uh, like I said, still mm. still in the wrap ring light. Thank you, April, for that. That was fun. If something showed up on my porch, and I'm like, I know I ain't ordered shit. What the hell is that? I'm like, ah, there we go. When I open it up, so thank you, April, for pulling stuff off the uh, the old uh, wish list. I uh, I do not visit enough on that wish list to keep it up to date, and I probably should. But uh, thank you for thinking of us and and and, and sending stuff us uh, sending stuff our way. You are the best, and I'm 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 very very uh, thankful to have you as a listener and a supporter. But you know the deal. Please rate, review, subscribe, share all the good shit. You know what I'm saying everywhere everywhere that it is. I just went and looked at our YouTube well, one because we switched uh, hosting. <laughs> the show has not been posted YouTube, which means I need to go do it manually. But what our episodes got like so many listens. I was like, how the hell oh. is that possible? Are you stupid? I think it's because the title and the title, of course, was an erotic thriller. And I think somebody, I, I think there's maybe been a mini a disappointed <laughs> who go over there hoping they got to get some things. And I'm like, sorry, guys, that's really not what the show is about. But uh, hey, thanks for the visit. So I had to hey, laugh we, we myself. Dabble, I don't know if it's because I'm here, but y'all haven't talked about dicks not one time in this episode. Not no dick discussed. Whoa, kinda, oh, there's I no opened, better time than the present. I kind of opened up. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, well, yeah, with, I've been trying to uh, work less blue. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so blue. I can't my help mom, it. My, I have a dirty, my dirty mouth. To the show, oh, and I still. I swear, like I swear. So I mean, it is what it well, is. I wish I had. I sure wish I had known that before I got on here cussing. Now your mama gonna think I wasn't raised right. That's not my mama's fault. I'm just like this. <laughs> it's all to the good. AP, know what's up? Thank you, mama. I love you. Um, yo, if you if you are so inclined and thinking, hey man, these guys been doing this for ten years, and I kind of fuck with them, and I'm saying I like what they're up to, man. Then we got a patron. It's dope. I, I, I we put stuff up. I, I got, I got, I need to put up a couple of things. Sorry, there's stuff in 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 the queue. Worry not. I have so much stuff that that you, the pages, are uh, can 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 and will get, including two things that Aunt has done with uh, with the boys that I need to get up and uh and post it for you guys. But uh, starts as low as a dollar, goes up to ten. If you are so inclined, uh, come get down with the Patreon. We be having a good time. Buy a shirt. Just get a shirt. Oh yeah, I'm always about that life. I'm, I I, I kind of tweaked and, and whipped up a a ten year uh, logo today. 
just I, I literally did that when I was working on the show today. So don't think it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, hmm, could that work as a shirt? Maybe I'll see. I'm, I'm gonna throw it in the T Public and see what they say. This T Public be, is either gonna be like, no, thank you, sir. I'm not gonna try to make that color profile work, or they're gonna be like, cool. You had another shirt design. Thank you. I'm like, thanks, T Public. You're the best. Or not? Because T Public sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. I got a couple of different T Public shirts of our logos, right? And like, there's one of them. I'm like, that don't work at all. Like, it just basically washes off after after whatever. But then the other logo is so clean. Uh, Apocalypse logo and skim the skim of what I basically call our main logo at this point. Even though it was a, when I first got it made, it was our pride logo. I just at that point, I this just it's just our logo now. And I love the way it looks, and that and those both print up real lovely on T Public's uh, stock. So I would tell you if you want to, if you want to, you know, get the quality. Actually, I, our building boxes bar logo is also a real clean one. It's just it was just good work done behind the scenes on those, and they they turn out real nice on 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 the thing. So, cop a shirt, t shirt, sweatshirt, notebook, all these things is available to you. Stickers, magnets, it's the works. So they they're available to you. Uh, feel free. Give us a call. 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you. You can text that call, that phone, a number as well. Something we discovered while we're recording uh, Crimpton CA, a great British Bake Off podcast with one Nick Jew. I do a whole ass show with this woman. I don't think y'all understand. Like That's not just my, my buddy, my pal. <laughs> Literally has met my family. Not not, not like, that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my people. And also, I do a mm-hmm. whole other show with her. I mean, this this is this this trill, this real shit. Just in case it's your first time seeing us or hearing us, see you know what I'm saying? Hearing us, not necessarily seeing us. I want y'all to know that's 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 my dude. So don't ever get this. Friends, friends IRL. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what's up with that. And uh thank you for that. But this has been your episode this week, and uh it's been a delight. Next week, special guest. Okay, it all works out. I'll just go ahead and tell y'all right now. It all works out like it should, and I don't know why I wouldn't. Next week's guest, the Black Owl Tips, Rod and Karen, on our show. Hey. And I'm very excited for it. And I'm excited to chop it up with them. And then I'm at the same time super nervous to chop it up with them because it's like, what do I ask? What do I say? Don't be nervous. They're just so cool, regular ass people. They would love that you're, you know, they love that you're a fan of the show, but they also just want to chop it up with you. It's like regular. Well, I am excited. And unfortunately, the has to get the- the return of Karen. Karen was on episode 24, 24 Karen Gold. It's a uh, very special to me. I think I will make it a point to throw that into the uh, Patreon this week so y'all can have that because that's an old episode that is not available just for regular old download anymore. And so I will pull that from the archives and drop that to you, the patrons, uh, hopefully tonight, maybe tomorrow. So it's all to good. Box got to have a tooth out next week, y'all, because his dinner's on some bullshit and keep rescheduling. Mm-hmm. So if he is on the show next week, he is going to be playing, injured, and coming off the bench with a with a with a so ass mouth. Sans tooth. Yeah. So you be Still good to my man. Flu game Dan. He gonna he gonna be super wet asking questions. <laughs> being being just every just being everywhere on the court. Don't get it twisted. My ass will push off with with reckless abandon. <laughs> People, we've been doing this for ten years. We are Cleveland's longest running podcast, and I don't at this point I say that with no guesswork to it. I have done the research. I have looked into it. Nobody been doing it as long as we have continually. And banging like we do. And I'm very proud of the work we do. And that is what's up. That is the 216 is on. Big Anthony. Hey, the 216. Chesterfield Rockwell. 
There's a man of a thousand nicknames. Okay. I got yeah, more. So I'm still here. I probably missed the most episodes, but I'm still part of the gang. You made two children in the midst of this shit, bro, in these 10 years. Sorry. You're allowed to take some maternity leave, paternity leave in that situation. That's yes. Lunchbox 2099. Do you think if I put this tooth under my pillow, the tooth fairy will come? <laughs> I'll sneak in. I'll get a five, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got five on it. Oh, that's molar. Yeah. <laughs> always- that's how we... That's how we sing it in the Bay. Whenever the chorus goes, I got five on it, everybody in the crowd says, be it. Oh. Like, too short. Knowledge I didn't have, people. <laughs> now I'm just never going to unsee that or unhear it. It's definitely going to be that going forward. That is the homie Nick Jew. Beyond. She got a whole other podcast. It's called What's the Tea. It is glorious. It also is going 10 years, celebrating 10 years this very month. And uh, it's the dopest. It's my shit. I download it in one app and listen to it on Spotify. Therefore, it's double helping of listening ship. You know what I'm saying? It's always in my top ten. I appreciate top you. Five every year because that's my shit. Make sure to support. I listen to our show sometimes more than once because I want to hear it on my phone out loud in my headphones in the car because I take it, uh, it all as like a learning lesson yeah. to be a better producer or whatever. Um, I appreciate y'all having me on, especially for this 10-year anniversary. Um, Nick Jew on Twitter, N-I-C-J-U. Same thing on Instagram, but it's Nick the Jew. If you want to follow me, I think that I'm funny. My Twitter is blocked right now um, because I don't trust Elmo. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think this motherfucker might do something sadistic and just, like, release everybody's DMs publicly. So... Just keep my shit locked tight. Mm. They go find nothing for me. I'm the Sahara Desert of the DMs. <laughs> I mean, mine is just talking shit, talking shit about people. It's more my bookmarks one got to be concerned about, but you know, what we're supposed to do. I bookmark stuff to read on the show, so there's not like there used to be some filth in there. It probably is some like way, way, way back. But I'm a Christian, and I don't look at porn, and I have no idea what we were talking Damn, Nick, about for the first fifteen minutes we were on. Put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> she really wants what us to talk about penis. What else would you be embarrassed about in your bookmark? Shout out to Gigi with <laughs> it's titties. Shout out to Gigi it's with 100% the watch. titties. I listened to the show. <laughs> she, was, she was the shit's front earlier. She knows every arc of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how you. I think that's how you meet people. I think maybe I should because every year I'm like I'm gonna start watching anime. I'm gonna start listening to jazz. I think if I did those two things, I would have like many suitors. Uh, if you're gonna start with jazz, uh, Donald Bird, just tell you, just gonna put that little whisper to you, and if you're gonna start with some anime. Kimi no Nawa, aka uh, uh, your name, and uh, do I have that available digitally? Do I have to do illegal activities to find it, or like download no, something? I'm very lazy. Pretty popular, and uh, maybe we'll just uh, maybe that'll be a little something uh, that I'll send your way. We'll call it your birthday slash you was a guest on my show. I don't have a Blu-ray player, and so I'm still holding on to the copy of which call it that you sent me. <laughs> How do you not have a, 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 a? What am I gonna do with you? <laughs> what am I gonna do with a, Blu- a Blu-ray player? I have a hella DVDs. I have a DVD player. 
Okay, so I need to get I don't have a v- I don't have a gaming system that plays Blu-rays either. I have a Switch. Okay. Okay. So I need to get Nick a Blu-ray. But I don't also like I have like a old school Nintendo too, so I'm just not a sophisticated enough gamer for a system that uh, plays Blu-rays. So Memorial Day is coming up in like two weeks. They'll probably be practically giving them away at Best Buy. Oh. A Blu-ray player? Yeah, it'll be like I mean, 20 bucks. My birthday is coming up. I'll put it on the yeah, list. Somebody get me a Blu-ray player. Saying, your birthday is like... All right, a Blu-ray player and size 10 shoes. Yeah. Your birthday on a Sunday this year? What kind of madness is that? I know. <laughs> I was born on a Sunday. As was I. So how funny. Hence you never watching porn. Yeah, right. you're a good Christian girl. I don't even know where you find porn. <laughs> I am the internet Tayrell713. It means I belong to the internet. I am still Tayrell713. I'm just of the internet, on the internet. That is who I am. You've just been podcasting, and I know you loved it. We will you catch you next no time. Do it, Cox. <laughs> you don't want no plus in this porn. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.